The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. It's hump day. <laughs> hump day. We don't have my we don't have my camel video. That makes me sad. I was hoping Mike, that Mike, we Mike, had. Mike, oh, Mike. Today is a Mike. Oh, no. right on <laughs> Let's guess what today is. Right on Why do you love hump it's day hump so day. much? Woo-hoo! I love this commercial. I just love that commercial. It just made it's hump day. The camel walks around the office and he says, "Do you know what day it is? Do you know what day it is?" And then he gets one coworker to finally say, "It's hump day." Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm Ashley Nicole Moss. It is hump day. I got Brandon Marshall with me. I got Corey in the cut. We got Woo Out West, BC in the back, who I think actually might be mic'd up and ready to. Ooh, he, he put on his best hat, too. Look at him. He knew he's going to be on today. <laughs> BC put on his favorite hat. <laughs> and we have Mander Ooh. Legend, who we will never see. He is like the Oz behind oh, look. the curtain in The mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz. Was he in the background? Hold on. Was he briefly in the background? He probably ran out of the view. We got oh, all oh, of his hand. <laughs> You'll never know what he looks like. We'll never know. And shout out to the team holding it down across the country. We got JP in the West Coast. We got some people down in Texas. I think Jazz is in Texas, right? No, Jazz Austin? is in Shelly's LA in and Shelly's in Texas. Shelly yeah. is in Austin, Texas. And we mm-hmm. got, we okay, got it. We got mm-hmm. Jazz and JP holding it down on the West Coast. So we are a bi-coastal operation here, people. Right. We got a lot to get into, a lot of cool stories, a lot of in the news stories, some culture stories, some football stories, some That's right. basketball stories, and I'm going to throw it to Corey, who's going <laughs> to break that all down for us. That was us. a Absolutely. great way to start Wednesday, Ashley. Hey, I think you got day. us over the hump. <laughs> you gave you us the there. energy. Like, I, didn't, I came uh, no, in and I nice didn't have the energy. Like, I got my grande geez. matcha this morning. That's why. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But like your intro got me over the hump, actually. There we go. Yeah. You ready to go now? Right? I'm ready to go. Let's we do up. It. We Let's up, baby. Well, listen, Brandon's <laughs> going to give you guys his top five receivers under 25. That's going to be a good one. And we're also going to look at <clears throat> George Pickens, a.k.a. NFL Youngboy, and the ridiculous catch he made yesterday. We got to break down that. Wow. You know, we got some film to, to watch there. But we're going to start with some news of the day. And Connecticut Sun forward Alyssa Thomas, she made history. Y'all, y'all got to hear what she did. Yesterday, she became the first WNBA player in history with back-to-back triple doubles. And on top of that, she was also the first player ever to record a triple double with 20 plus points, 15 plus rebounds, 10 plus assists. I mean, she was going off. They got the dub over the Minnesota Lynx and the Connecticut Sun. They're number two in the Eastern Division. They're 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 balling. How, how do y'all feel about this, y'all? She's She's another up-and-coming star in the WNBA. And, I mean, we're just seeing the quality of basketball over there is, is, is looking good. 
Well, first of all, first of all, I just want to say something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys notice. Look at the screen. It's a blackout. It's a blackout. What a do you blackout. mean? Look at us. Oh, right. Oh, black, this everything. is cool. Dressing all black like the yeah, Omen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe we should know, right? do this. What, this, this is crazy. Vibe. This was not vibe. planned, people. Like, right. I saw everyone in the chat saying, oh, they all dressed in black today, except for... Whoa, I don't know what happened. Oh, he's got a white t shirt. I mean, don't throw me under the bus. It's hot outside. This was not a plan, by the way. We just all happened to be dressed in black. This is kind of dope. It's pretty tough. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Should we all start wearing the same color? So, man, I like that. Like all different variations. Like each day is a theme. Like one day it's cat. Oh, yeah. BC didn't get the memo either. Mandeville got it. He's got black on. Look, he can't show us We're getting closer. So, so listen, this is big. Can you throw that back up? This is dope, right? Whenever an athlete does something that's never done before, you want to celebrate that. Uh, an athlete wants to, should embrace it, but get over it quickly, right? Like, always say, you can't uh, hang from the rafters when things are good, and you can't put your head down when things are bad. You got to try to stay even kill. So she should be celebrating this in her young career. Um, this is a big feat. This is a big deal. You got to think about all of the, the superstars that came before her, paved the way. Like We have some uh, 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 some goats. Well, I can't say it. No, we don't have goats. Do we we wanna, have a goat. Do we, can we get Brandon a tissue? You sound a little stuffy. I, well, yeah, but it, I already blew my nose before. <laughs> oh, okay. So, like, it's just, I'm just stuffy right now. So, like, there's a lot of, if you really look at it, some, Wu, can you can you pull up some of the top WNBA players ever, like ballers, right? Like, that, that never did this before. Yeah. So that's big. And then also, uh, so, there's some news here too, right? Like, some, 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 some news that piggybacks off of this. She got engaged to her teammate. Yes. Right? Did she? Yes, and this is a big deal. So um, she got uh, 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 engaged to D uh, Boner, if I'm saying her name right. That's her name. That's her. Are you saying name. it right? I, well, I'm I, not familiar Diwana, with Dewana. I did not familiar Diwana, who got engaged. Dewana, so I don't want to mess that up. Boner. Boner. Okay. B O N N E R. Did I say that right? Maybe. I'm not yeah, sure. Let me go ahead and. Boner, well, can Boner. we fact check that? That's never been done before as well. Like the one, right? Boner. Like, oh, okay. think about Boner? that. Right. Yeah, like, so Boner. they're making history okay. all year. And I'm not trying to be funny here. You know, you guys do know I like to get a little messy, but she goes and <laughs> yeah, does Boner. this. And she also goes in and gets engaged uh, to, to, to her teammates. So, uh, history in the making there. Yeah, I think this is really dope. If you're not watching the W, you're missing out on some incredible basketball, um, you know, especially. You know, for people who may be thirsty for the NBA, and obviously that's not coming around anytime soon, and, you know, football hasn't started yet, you know, for people who say, oh, you know, there's no sports on right now, the W are playing absolutely fantastic games, down to the wire games. Um, you know, the women are doing their thing. They're just expanding, I think, their yep. fan base each and absolutely. every season. I encourage everybody, if you've never watched a WNBA game, just watch one. Like, watch one of the primetime games. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't recommend starting with, like, one of the non-primetime games unless you're a true fan, a true basketball fan. But if you're, like, dabbling and getting into it, watch one of the primetime games, and I promise you'll be hooked. Right. It's incredible basketball, incredible skill set, incredible storylines. Um, the women are just, they're handling their business. They're doing their thing. Um, I'm just I'm just in awe of them. You know, the Aces are going to be the next dynasty in yeah. sports. They're mm -hmm. killing it. Um, it's just it's a lot of dope basketball happening right and, now in the WNBA. The last thing I'll say to this before before we move on to the Dallas Cowboys, Ashley. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> it, Ashley's not just talking, right? Like if Ash, I'll be honest with you. Five years ago, I wouldn't have watched, you okay. know, and I would have said like, you know, that's just us just trying to support. 
but the game has very has evolved it's so much more dynamic it's better there's more storylines there's more superstars uh just the 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 swagger that our players have now like i love it like i mean the game was always good but i just think now with the brands coming in that the, the, even the production like that's a big part of it ashley back in the yeah. day the freaking production the broadcast was terrible like they weren't even mm. invested in that so i think that has a lot to do with it as well uh but moving on wait, more wait, news wait, of the wait, day. wait 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 brandon before you we do that i want to get there's another woman we need to give some flowers to and that is our very own ashley nicole moss me yes oh. you because she was just featured in an essence.com article oh. right that highlighted uh her just being someone who's paving the way Aww. for the next generation so we definitely wanted to give our flowers to ashley i know we have a little screenshot of that article there so when you get a chance definitely take a look at Aww. the article actually i mean can you talk real quick about that experience and that coverage okay. um yeah it was super surreal um you know when you throw the screenshot up you'll see what the heck oh there it is well we yeah. can cut off her head i know no, we, we probably need to take that, that it's the lower right third, yeah, yeah, lower the lower third. third. <laughs> is that even possible <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we could i think we could take it let's off, take right? that lower third mm -hmm. let's see this oh. is big deal yeah. Oh, uh, there, there we go. go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so that's cool. a that's our very own no cap visions right there. He's featured on the bottom. Obviously, I am athletes also in the header. So everyone's getting a piece of the pie here. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. this is very cool. Essence is a huge publication. Um, I grew up reading the magazine. Some of my favorite, you know, women in the industry have been featured in this magazine. You know, on the cover, and then obviously when it went over to web, they've had articles about them. So. It was a really dope article, you know, about kind of paving the way for the next generation, being part of the new wave of, of journalists and, you know, doing things my own way and not going the traditional route and how it's, you know, um, turned into a career for me. And it's, it's just really dope to be in such historic um, publications like that, especially, you know, Essence has always done a great job in uplifting black women. Um, you know, women of color. So this is this is very cool. So thank you guys so That's much. Absolutely, congrats, congrats flowers. Thank you. Hey, yes, so why did you do that, Corey? Like you said, I want to give uh, another woman uh, uh, flowers, mm -hmm. and you, okay, you 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 teed us up for the article. Why didn't you have like real flowers in here? <laughs> like she's right here. You could have gave her real flowers. That would have been right. It was a last. It was a last second thing. I discovered it. Shout out to JP, but he sent this to us probably like three minutes before the show. So I just wanted to rush that and get that in there. But we sure. got Shell's gas station right across right. the street. <laughs> right. They got our Shell's gas station. That's rose. okay. I'll hey. take get it in plastic smooth. rose. <laughs> right. We're right. we gonna make sure we bring you some flowers yeah. uh, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. No, keep going, Ashley. We are proud of you, and and thanks for always bringing us along. But like. You got it. We're, we're proud of you. Yeah. All right, moving on, because we don't want to continue to talk about Ashley and get her head even bigger than what it already is. My head's is. not big. That's Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Dallas Cowboys this is a topic oh that uh, Ashley may or may not appreciate. Uh, Ashley, yesterday in uh, uh, Oxnard, California, California, uh, mm. uh, the Dallas Cowboys was in camp again, right? They put on the pants. Uh, uh, yesterday, a lot of teams put on the pads over the last two days for the very first time. Mm -hmm. When you do that, things get chirpy. Things get a little bit testy. Chirpy or chippy? Both. Chirpy, both. You both. can say chirpy. Chirpy, chirpy okay. is like, you know, we're yeah. going back and Got forth. It. Okay, like a bird. Ch chirpy. Chippy, chippy is more like, you know, you're chirping, but you can slap somebody in the helmet. Excuse you know, me. it might get a little physical. Oh, okay. So, but things well, are getting chirpy, chippy, testy. It's all of the above. 
Uh, I don't know if we have the video here, but we can throw to the video. They're practicing red zone in the pads, right? So you have Dak Prescott in the red jersey. He's under, not under center. He's in the shotgun. He drops back. There's nothing there. He's probably sacked, but he scrambled. This is called the scramble drill. Nothing's there. 97, I don't know who he is. He, he touches him. Uh, he tags him off. And now you got uh, uh, Trayvon Diggs, who just signed a $97 million deal, $94 million deal. Why did Dak Prescott just throw the ball at him? Run it back. Run it back, BC. Is there what? audio to yeah. this? Yes, there is. Audio. There is? Yeah, there is some Can audio. I hear the oh, audio? so I'm talking over the audio. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't <laughs> know we had audio here. Okay, but if we run this back, listen to what Trayvon Diggs said to Dak Prescott, and this is going to tell you why Dak threw the ball at him. And this is that training camp yesterday. Oh, and done. Boom. Go, Dak! Go, Go Dak! Go back, 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 Oh. 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 around there. Oh my goodness. Light throw. Did he shut your bitch ass up? Is that what he said? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so the first thing he was saying was box. So let's talk a little ball. Box, box, box. Okay. And then he said, you know, Dak said something. We didn't catch that audio. And Diggs. Uh, proceeded to say, shut your, yeah, be Just, ass you can up. bitch ass up. Just say it. We're, it's a direct quote. I know. <laughs> I think, I think, are we, are, yeah, oh, all you right. Can you can't curse in the first eight minutes of YouTube. We're out of that. Oh, we're so out we're out of that. And that's not a curse clear. word. Both of those are in the dictionary. Oh, they're not considered that a, uh, no. a curse word? No. Okay. So he said, uh, shut your B-A-S-S up. <laughs> and that's like a big deal, okay? So, Ashley, that's, I believe this is good. No, this is good. Okay. All right. Why is this good? Because in training camp, you want the ultimate competition. You want your guys going back and forth. In training camp, offenses and defenses don't like each other. We're on the same team. We're wearing the same logo. But right now, we're all trying to make the team. We're trying to get bigger bags and bigger contracts. And right now, we're competing. We're trying to make each other better. So this is what you want to see. Now, do I want to hear uh, Diggs say this? Probably not. But I'm not uh, shying away from it. If I'm a coach and I'm Jerry Jones, I'm actually smiling. Why is this? Dan Quinn comes from where? Dan Atlanta. Quinn got his – he came. He was head coach in Atlanta. But remember, he got his uh, – his claim to fame is the Legion of Boom. Oh, Dan right, Quinn correct. was the defensive coordinator oh, there. We talked about this yesterday, but it wasn't on camera. It was after, Ashley. Remember the competition. Uh, Russell Wilson and uh, Richard Sherman and the Bennett's and all those guys – they used to go at it every single day, cursing, fighting, all of that. So Dan Quinn probably is injecting a little bit of that Seattle Seahawks type of competition that Pete Carroll is famously known for. And now you're seeing why this defense flipped from, from a couple years ago, and you can attest to this. This defense was worse. They were the worst defense in college football. No, we were. Yes, you guys were. No, three years I was going to say oh, we oh, were see. a pretty crappy defense. So, yeah, the, we, we just put all our money into the offense and the offensive line. Right. We're never into defense. So the worst defense in college football. Dan Quinn comes in two years ago, three years ago. They have uh, Parsons, they digs, and now they're top five, top well, top ten defense, right? So I like this. We both pick the Dallas Cowboys to win it. I do every year, to be fair. Okay, well, for me, this actually <laughs> validates my pick. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this also. Like, I think that um, one of the things that – 
yeah, the language may be a little, I don't know. Dak, Dak's tough enough to handle it. But I, I would say I can understand the frustration of the defense when they see Dak do things like this. Because if you go back to last season, and this is one of my frustrations with Dak, and you guys know I'm a diehard Dak Prescott fan. I bleed blue and silver. But it seems a lot of the times the defense has to bail him out, one. And two, the defense a lot of the times is on the field a lot longer than they should be, more times than they should be in a game because the offense consistently goes three and out, three and out, three and out. And it makes it difficult for the defense to do their job at the most efficient way possible because they're exhausted. And that's one of the frustrations, and that's one of the reasons why when we lose games and it comes down to the defense, a lot of fans, including myself, yeah. can't blame the defense because they've done more than enough throughout the course of the game. So I can understand the frustration. It's like, we're going to do our do our job, Dak. We are going to make sure that we do our job. You got to do yours. And three and outs and playing soft and, you know, throwing the ball away and just not doing your doing what you can do offensively is only making our job more difficult. And we're not going to keep bailing you out. You got to be better. Right. And I understand the frustration because right. it's a frustration that I have had. Right. And and and, and Ashley, I agree with you there. Uh, but I, like I said, I love this competition. There's some people asking, "What is box? What is box?" Because that's what Diggs was saying. Box, box, box. So basically, when you're in a bunch or a tight split, and you have multiple receivers on one side in that type of a uh, 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 bunch, uh, a uh, split. Then with the defense, and, and this is universal, they go into a box. And basically what that is is if this wide receiver on the outside go in and, and this one goes out, the, the the DBs in the defense, they don't chase guys. They can we, box Can it. we get a visual? You and Corey do it. Can we get a visual? Well, I wish we were in the studio. Can we, we get a wide – we got a wide shot. There's plenty of right space. Here, right now, show, no, I can't, I can't. Show kinda, the people how kinda, to do we, it. To his defense, we kind of need more bodies. Too, yeah, to kinda we need more bodies and there. we need more so, space. Yeah, yeah, a lot more space. If I stand up right now, my hands go. Just give the people a visual. I will say this. Can we do it with three people? When we move into our new studio, because during the football season, we will be in a beautiful studio come on Mondays and Thursdays. We're going to have a lot of space to do this. I think y'all can show the people. There's plenty of space here. It's tough. It's tough. If, if she understood the concept of the I'm box, saying, like, help us it? understand the concept. You visually show up. You're visual learners. Can't, I can't. So box. So like, I can't, Ashley. I can't. <laughs> can. I know. I, I feel him. You really can't. You really can. So, but, but anyways, we can move on to the next, uh, to the next news of the day. Mm -hmm. But I love this, Ashley. I think this is a great sign for your team. It's not my team. You know, I'm cheering. I'm, it's not that I'm cheering for you guys this year. Mm -hmm. I'm just. If you're not rooting against it's, us. It's, no, it's my Super Bowl pick. So I am going to be following this team closely. Even the littlest things like this. This is a big deal, but I love it. Yeah. Hey, can I actually mention, I think this is actually good, right? Because what do you think opposing teams are going to be saying to Dak? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, his yeah. teammate is there. You know, they're doing their thing. But imagine what the. I'm the sure guy they've who, been saying that to Dak, though. Before. But that's not it, though. This Here's the seat. biggest thing. Like, you want to get that in, in games. And you you making it to this level, you deal with all that, right? Mm -hmm. And then you deal with something that's on your team. But for Dak Prescott, this is Dak Prescott. This is the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. A lot of times, man, we don't mess with the quarterback. You don't say shit to the quarterback. <laughs> so this is a big deal. But the reason why I like this is because of the competition in practice. Like you, like don't come in practice half assing. Mm -hmm. This is where we get better. The games are easy, woo. Practice is where we get better. Mm -hmm. And so for them to go out there, be paid. Trayvon, he can sit. He can sit down right now. He's chilling. He got a hundred million. He don't have to go this hard. He don't have to care this much. You see a lot of guys get the bag and just tail off. 
not them. So for them to have this type of competition here tells this tells me it should tell everyone else that they are gunning for the Super Bowl. They know that it's it's Super Bowl or bust. And so I love it because the practice, that level of competition and, and, and ferociousness out there is where it needs to be for a champion. All right, moving on, guys. I got a cool story out of Panthers camp. So Bryce Young, rookie quarterback, was speaking with media. Uh, it had to be on the yesterday and the day before. But he explained that during his time at Alabama, he had a little part-time job. And this was the quote. He said, honestly, uh, well, I guess to give some more context, he worked as a DoorDash driver. And this is what his quote oh. said. He said, honestly, I, I'd, I would only have a mask on and a hoodie and I would only accept drop it at my door orders. The top pick of the, uh, excuse me, uh, forget that. But he said, for the most part, I never got recognized. It was before NIL. I just wanted to have a little extra money in his pocket. So uh, as he said, it was in 2020. So it was during like the pandemic time. Right. So guys, you know, just looking for different ways to put money in their pocket. So I thought I, that was cool, huh? What you think? I good feel that. Work. I've yeah. listen. I've worked at Bath and Body Works. I've worked at Office Depot for like a week. I hated that job. Yeah. I hated working <laughs> at Office Depot. True story. When I worked at like, Office Depot, box, it was during like back to school shopping, which is the most hectic time in Office she Depot. She said one week. No, like maybe two weeks tops. I think oh, I maybe what? got my first paycheck and I quit. <laughs> like I, you had to stand up all day. It was right. it was. Horrendous. I worked during like back to school, so it was like I think I started in like August, and that's yeah. when they're mm. the Literally most probably busy. the worst time of the year. Worst time of the year, and I got like um, I got like basically like fooled by this guy paid for a bunch of school supplies with a counterfeit hundred dollar oh, bill. Wow. <laughs> And I didn't mark it. <laughs> I was oh, like, set, I was like twenty maybe, mm. I, or no, I was like younger than that. Didn't mark it, and I got in trouble for like not marking it. It was like this whole thing. I've worked there, but true. When I was on radio, before I started at Sports Illustrated, I was actually a lot of people don't know this. I was working two jobs. I worked at an optical during the day, mm. and I worked at radio like in mm. the afternoon until night because I was only hired part time on radio, and it wasn't a lot of money. Mm. So I would work from like nine to like two at the optical, change my clothes in the bathroom, rush over to the radio station, work from three to seven, and I would do that like four days a week, trying to like break into right. the industry. Mm. And I did that probably for a year and a half before I got my job at Sports Illustrated. You know what? Mm -hmm. uh, th th yeah. This is, uh, I don't know if it's in the Essence uh, article. I tell I tell a story right? about yeah. how like cool. I worked yeah. a bunch of jobs it's... in between my dream jobs, trying to land like one. Mm -hmm. It was, right. it was, it was a so, lot. So, it's tough so, out there. But, but mm -hmm. that's, what, what, that's what comes to mind when I hear this story uh, in this news, uh, uh, Corey, right? It's like, it takes me back to my time on uh, college campus and, the way I needed to hustle to make ends meet and survive. What right? jobs did you have? Um, I'll, I'll tell you that, but like, you know, listening to you, Ashley, it reminds me of like Stephen A's story, right? Like Stephen A just went on his podcast last week because someone said something to him and he's always going back and forth with trolls. And he was like, do you not know my credentials and me mm. working here? And like, he really described his way up. So like, obviously, Ashley, like you've been in the game for a while, but you still have so much more to go. So it's cool to hear that story of like, you know, look, I was working here and then I'm changing clothes in the bathroom going here, right? So like a lot of times we don't, have the the backstory right we think sometimes people just show up no whatever you want you got to hustle you got to go get it so that's cool and then also to get back to uh bryce young so bryce young uh uh, uh cory like it just takes me back to 
to to my time on campus, right? So like on campus, my hustle was playing Madden video games, right? Like there was no <laughs> people in Madden. People got to understand, you don't even have time. Like for him to do this, you don't really have time to work. Like you don't have time to do this type of job. So when I, when I say Madden, we would play uh, uh, and bet. And like so, tournaments? Yeah, so no, we'd be sitting in the <laughs> oh, dorm. Oh, you bet like your own. Like right. bet on the game. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. but we're betting like our cards like that had like little uh, 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 night chips on it, right? So you can go to the vending machine. You can go to the, oh, okay. the, the UCF store to buy things. So like we would bet that. And so, you know, a lot of times I'll be up. Sometimes I'll be down. And, um, you know, in the summertime, uh, uh, there was one particular summer where I would wash cars on campus. We would make a couple hundred. We would go to off-season training and then me and Darcy Johnson would go and wash cars on campus and that's how we make money um you know what else this reminded me of Corey reminded me of like uh how you started here I called you up right in the pandemic and I was like yo I'm building this thing I would like your help what are you doing right now you said yo I'm working at Uber Eats I said shit I might have something a little bit better for you but like can you relate to this and, and like, what are the challenges when you're on the road and delivering food? <laughs> well, no, I, I relate to this and I relate to Ashley's story, too, because it was something that I was doing at the time in between jobs. But it was also even once I started working with you, really, it was still something I didn't really, you know, put to the side because I still, you know, Damn, you're I still know that. trying to, to me. Yeah. Yeah. You're still trying to make ends meet. So it's like, you know, the job that I had at the time, it, it, I mean, it was, you know, you know what it was paying. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I wanted to supplement that income with the Uber Eats. And honestly, during the pandemic, Uber Eats was was a, a, a pretty decent gig if you had some free time on your hands. Yeah. Like you could pull in close to like seven hundred dollars a week. Oh, wow. if you really working. Right. Like so. To, to answer your question, like was how your was it on the week? streets? Huh? What was your biggest week? How yeah, much like, money have you made in, in, in one week of delivering food? Like around that, like around six, seven, six, seven hundred. That's good. Yeah, yeah. But Is like, it all in tips or do you get like paid by the hour also? You get paid, you get paid uh, like for each order and then they, they tip you too. Gotcha. So, I mean, if you if you can get like 10 orders in a day, that's a hundred dollars. Like you would make a hundred in a, in a like day. A so. I think, yeah. I think I also like for me it took me a long time like with the Stephen A. Smith thing like I think it took me a while and it's still sometimes like if they get me on the right day the wrong time it still rubs me the wrong way when people will say like oh you're only here because you're black or you're only here because you're pretty or you're only and it's like if y'all only <laughs> knew how many jobs I've worked not in my field mm -hmm. how many jobs in my field that I was lucky if I even got paid for them when I first started in the sports industry I was covering pop Warner football in the middle of the heat in the summer <laughs> for NBC for like a small little independent like show that covered pop Warner football I would be lucky if like after each gig I even got my check and yeah. it wasn't like, you know, a thousand, it was like $150 a game. Mm. Sometimes I even didn't even get that check. Mm -hmm. I used to be out there with no prompter. Yeah. I would get the stats literally maybe 15 minutes before the game. I didn't know anything about Pop Warner. Like, I was still <laughs> yeah, learning yeah, the NFL. Yeah. Oh, like, Stephen A started Pop Warner. That's what I, he said. I, I had to learn the Liberty City Warriors and all, <laughs> like, all the Riders team and all right, that stuff. Right. Like, you gotta get I, you back out there. I was working gigs that I wasn't even getting paid for at times. People don't know this. When I started at Sports Illustrated, I wasn't even employed. I was a contractor. I got paid each time I was on camera, and it wasn't until about six months in that I said, when the Dallas Cowboys offered mm -hmm. me a job, and I went mm -hmm. to SI and I said, look, the Cowboys offered me a job, like, what can you do? Otherwise, I have to leave. 
is only when they offer me a job. I have been working at Sports Illustrated on and off for like seven months before they actually offered me a deal. So when people used to come to me, like Twitter trolls and stuff like that, and try to question my credentials or make it seem like I'm only there so people have something to look at, I'm like, y'all couldn't do half the things I had to do to get to this position. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, if you want to try it, go ahead and try yeah. it, because I guarantee you, you mm -hmm. probably would not have survived through it. Yeah. So, so it's like it's annoying yeah. to People hear that. People are there for the journey, man. Yeah. So BC, can you throw up that uh, that uh, graphic of uh, Ashley and the Essence dot com? Uh, so for for those out there that's tapping into Paper Route, you know our daily show live on YouTube from twelve to one forty five Monday through Thursday. Also on SiriusXM Faction Talk. But let's throw it up. For more people that want to hear more of Ashley Nicole Moss's Aww. story, go to Essence dot com. Uh, uh, search Ashley Nicole Moss and uh, take a quick read. All right. But mm -hmm. Ashley, you have some news of the day. You do. I do. It's interesting news of the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know if you guys have seen this video. Um, there's a bear. A bear. I, have, yeah, I, I don't know what the hell y'all <laughs> talking about. All I know is in our production meeting, pre-production meeting, Ashley says, uh, I want to talk about the bear. I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? What yeah. bear? So yeah. like there's, and, and look, bear in China at a Chinese zoo that people are believing is a man dressed in a bear costume. No, that's a real bear. So it's the way that the bear, okay. I can't so, lie, that one looked like it could be a man in a costume. <laughs> Look, people that are, angle. People I mean, are accusing up. the China Zoo of having men dressed in bear costumes impersonating real bears. Now- <laughs> China. <laughs> Oh now, my goodness. Look at this bear, people. Do you think <laughs> that this is an actual bear or does I mean he's waving. So this doesn't look like a bear. <laughs> like a mascot at a at an amusement park. Right. Ashley, this doesn't look like a bear looks like a, a mascot, but when he sits down, that's when it shifts for me back to oh, this is a real bear. Right. Look yeah, at him right. I'm with you. Just the anatomy of a human being. Like you can't sit down the way this bear sits down. Replay it. Go back from the top. Uh, yes, you could. Look, watch this. Watch him sit down. Keep going. I Keep could going. sit down like that right now. Keep going. I want to see him sit down. Show too. Watch him sit down. Watch him sit down. I can sit down like that right now. Do it. I can <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Ashley, mother, do it. I can literally sit down like that right now. Look out! Look, he's standing completely straight up. Uh, look how wide that neck he's is. Wait, well, not even pause. worried about the neck. Like he's pause literally his hand is up and he's waving. When have you ever seen a bear stand up completely straight and wave? His, look, he's waving his hand. Like hey. I'm what bothers here. me is the little the color right here because it looks like it could be a mask or head right above Just that right right, there right where the yeah, neck you is. might be right that's a that's that's this is flaw right here now the flaw. back I hear you Brandon like the little wrinkles in the back looks like it could be a bear's body the mm -hmm. way he sat okay but it's the way that he's standing completely straight and like is waving yeah. like a person yeah. Yeah. is very it's too you. much human like it, for it, me it for that odd. to be like an actual bear. I'm with Ashley on this one. What about you, Corey? Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely a human. Oh, you so you're de you definitely think it's a human? Yeah, it's a human. Yeah, I don't know because I, I was I was I was feeling that way up until when I saw the bear like sit down and then walk. Yeah, away. right. But look because how he's standing up straight before he sits. Look how right. he sits down in his head, didn't move. Yo, I that don't looks, know. It's hard because it's like because, you don't know if that's head. The head is moving or if because it's just at that like, point, because look, it's just pulling because he's standing the way he's straight moving. up. But look at the okay. Back. Let's take look a guess. Back how tall do you think this man is? Right, of course. I mean, if it's a man, if look, look, because because look where the hips are, right? Like. If you if you say it's a man, it has to be a very short man. It's China. They're naturally right. short people right. for the most part. I think their average they national height is like 
for a man is like five seven, five eight. They're uh, naturally small right, people. But then, but then what you have to consider is how would he function the head of the bear? Like how would the head? I of the believe bear that I don't believe his head goes up that high. No, no, I don't think so either. But like then, how is he controlling the head? It's because probably the, the, the bear, like the head of the bear is with, making it's facial filled expressions. Filled with you know? something like yeah, that's interesting. I don't know, but I just this is what's throwing me off. Like that's a bear. See what I'm saying? The mouth looks like yeah. The cocaine head of the bear, bear is a real. hilarious underrated <laughs> film. <There's> some, <laughs> oh, that's uh, by the way, <laughs> Ashley. The average height of an uh, male in in like Chinese Asian culture is five six. That's what five, I said. Six. Okay, I said five eight. I gave him two more inches. Yeah. yeah, they're naturally small people. Yeah. All right, Ashley. I think we got one more uh, news of the day before we head into uh, daily route. Talk about George Pickens. What, what you got for us? Oh yeah, Ashley. Wait. You got news. What's the news? Oh, it's my news. I'm scared. <laughs> it's, 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 I, Ashley I, just gave the news. Remember, remember the, the Orlando, Orlando Magic, Magic is endorsing somebody now? Oh, yes. So um, <laughs> you want to give the backstory on this? Um, I can. I can. Okay, go well, ahead. I, I mean, with, with, with the, Orlando, the Orlando Magic basically have, have donated or chose to donate $50,000 to Republican Rob DeSantis' presidential mm -hmm. campaign. Now, this is actually the first time um, that the DeVos family, I hopefully I'm pronouncing their name right, but it's the first time that they've decided to, to, you know, uh, donate any sorts of money to any presidential can, uh, campaign, rather. Publicly. So, yeah, publicly, right. Publicly. That, that is a good point. So, yeah, I mean, thoughts on this? I'm sure right? Like, are. I mean, because do we often see uh, professional yes. franchises you yes. know, endorse politicians like yes. this? Yes, when, when, when I was in the league still, uh, going back to 2016, I believe, uh, uh, our owner, uh, um, you know, supported Trump, and that was uh, Woody Johnson, and there was so many other owners that came out. Hell, even Tom Brady, I believe, early on and uh, during his campaign run, uh, uh, came out and and I believe, like I don't want to, you know, I don't it's not think 100%, he publicly, but they were friends. He donated to his, I believe, he made a donation right. to his campaign, but he didn't publicly like, yeah. yeah. So the answer, Corey, is you see this right, mm -hmm. and then also Woody Johnson. Uh, Woody Johnson, I, I believe, was a part of the administration because he went over to uh, maybe Ireland, and he was uh, the U, the the ambassador of the U.S. that was in Ireland for a year or two. So he gave pretty much the the team to his brother Chris Johnson to run it while he was gone. So you see this. Uh, you see this. The reason why this is a, a very controversial uh, move by the the owners of the Magic is because of what uh, Ron DeSantos, DeSantis, uh, DeSantis, same thing. I don't care to know his name. <laughs> uh, what he, what he's pushing. Right. Like I think there might be a lot of good, but the biggest thing right now is how they're taking uh, uh, our history, Black history, out of schools. And then he also made a comment, or his team made a comment that uh, uh, you know we Black people or slaves benefited from slavery. Right. So this is a, a a controversial move, not necessary in politics, but more so in sports. Why? Because your team look it up. Uh, and I don't know if you can pull this up when it's not a priority, but like your team is probably 90 percent black or at least 80 percent black. Right. So like as a as a as a basketball player, as a free agent, as a guy that, you know, you know, it's coming in. How do you feel about this? Do you feel comfortable? Ashley, to me, the answer is no. Yeah, no. for me, this is, is problematic because, you know, not even looking at the demographic of the team itself, but you are a owner of a franchise in a league that is 70 plus percent black. And to publicly support a candidate and their presidential campaign who has gone on record and said that black people benefited from slavery and slavery was a good thing 
And then not only do not only stand by that, but then go ahead and change the curriculums in school so that you teach that to impressionable young children is problematic. For somebody to say that the darkest time in US history was a good thing and that black people benefit from, from that is not only just unequivocally not true, it's unequivocally just racist. And also, if people did their research, the reason that there is a drastic difference in generational wealth between white Americans and black Americans is because of slavery, is because right. black people started at a deficit in this country and they have never been able to go ahead and bridge the gap in that deficit because of slavery. So whatever your political allegiances are, that's your prerogative. But to go ahead and that's your prerogative, but we're still judging the fact that you can stand beside somebody who has a mindset that is just so dangerous to the way that black people are viewed and have been viewed in this country. We're judging that, but to do it publicly when you are responsible for molding and growing a franchise in the National Basketball Association, where, like I said, it is 70 plus, 70 plus percent black makes me think that you don't care about the people who put the jersey and go out there to try to win you games. You don't care about their families. You don't care about their upbringing. And that is a problem for me. And if I was a player on that team, this is not telling people how to go ahead and maneuver, not telling the players how to go ahead and deal with the situation. One, I would want to trade, trade me. Because I'm not going to go ahead and play for somebody, for a family who thinks that, like I said, the darkest time in the history of this country, especially when we talk about the treatment of people, black people, how that was a benefit to me. Right. It wasn't. Families were torn apart. Women were forced to have babies through rape. People were beaten. People had to go ahead and try to escape slavery through an underground system in the middle of the night. Families, like I said, never were able to bridge the generational gap that white people have been able to go ahead and pass on from generation to generation. There are so many repercussions of slavery. And for you to go ahead and be able to support a candidate who has come out publicly in support of it, and like I said, change the curriculum so young children in schools now have a warped sense of what slavery actually was and try to erase black culture from this from American history, try to go ahead and affect black sororities and black fraternities and rewrite the history book so it makes you look less what you actually are is a problem. Right. Well, that's well said, Ashley Nicole Moss. Um, we have some true challenges in Florida. Uh, you know, it's been really awesome living in Florida for a long time, but now we are really challenged. And, you know, uh, you know, politics and sports, some people always say, like, you know, just play ball. And we heard this years ago on Fox to, Le you know, this was a shot at LeBron James, shut up and dribble. You know, but if you go back in the history, and uh, history of time, sports has always been at the center of politics and these social yep. challenges and our mm -hmm. civil rights movement. So that was well said, Ashley. We can't add anything to it. That Wait, is one the, thing though, Brandon, doesn't, if you are a player, yeah. right? This is the same team. This is the same city 
in which the bubble took place during one of the biggest civil rights movements this country mm. has ever seen, where mm. we had players kneeling, putting on Black Lives Matter t-shirts. The court had Black Lives Matter branding on it for, with different sayings to go ahead and end racism. This was the site yeah. of the bubble which changed the, the course of the NBA. And for you to go ahead and at that time be all pro-black and fight the power and yeah, we're down for the cause. And then just a few years later, all of a sudden it's a different tune. Now you're, yeah, we're Ron DeSantis, go ahead. Makes you look like a hypocrite. It makes you look like you were just going through the motions to go right. ahead and make sure that nobody was looking at you crazy during that time frame because everybody was doing it. So that means that we have to do it too. I'd have more respect for this family if they went ahead and during the 2020, the, the year of 2020 in the bubble, if they would have just kept their mouth shut. Because you obviously don't believe right. what you were preaching. And then also you got to understand the history uh, surrounding Orlando and, uh, you know, w w what's what's in that city. Uh, Eatonville, Florida. It's probably 12 to 15 miles away from their arena where they play ball Never downtown uh, uh, Orlando. Well, Eatonville, Florida was... Uh, one of the first, probably the first black governing, uh, self-governing uh, municipalities in all of our country. Oh, wow. So when you talk about civil rights movement, when you talk about us breaking from uh, uh, slavery, breaking away from that and, 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 and getting our freedom back, um, you got to understand that right around the corner from their arena is where we first had our self-governing municipality, excuse me, I'm off today, uh, in the entire country mm -hmm. in the United States. So, like, you know, for them to be that close to history, um, black history, and still feel this way, um, it's uh, disappointing. But we'll, we'll move on um, from news of the day to the daily route. Absolutely. Um, you know, George Pickens. Uh, it's time to talk about it. Let's talk about George Pickens. Let's talk about it. You so know, he came out and said some big things. He did. He did. He made some interesting claims. And those claims were that he's the best in the whole world. He told Kevin Clark that of the ringer. So these are his quotes. He says, the stuff that I do, bro, I feel like I'm the best in the whole world. I'm big. I'm fast. Low 4-4 speed. Catch radius is crazy. So every time I get out on that field, I do kind of play angry because I should get the ball on every play if you look just at my size and the frame. But that's not how the NFL works, he continued on to say. He says, so every time I'm out there, that's why I throw blocks. I love getting the ball, but when I'm, get, when I'm not getting the ball, I play angry. So the attention is back on me. I basically draw attention to myself. So obviously, I want to stop there, is Brandon. This NFL Young Boy. This is NFL okay. Young Boy. I, NFL I young just boy. no, I just learned that that was his nickname. Yeah. You weren't here. Oh, the guy with the picture. Was yeah, the, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you saw the clip of me cracking up from the picture. It was the first time I ever saw it. And I could uh -huh. not stop laughing. And then Corey was like, "They call yeah. him NFL Young Boy because yeah. of that." And I, we, I just learned that nickname. From if him. you go to uh, our Instagram account, I think it's on the go. We sat down with him, or we talked to him in last year's camp, and I had him do it again. The NFL young boy. <laughs> I just I don't understand how he got his spine to like do that. That's yeah, crazy. Uh, right, right. Okay, but uh, but now Brandon, here, a couple things here. Right, one, do you like the confidence that he displays? But two, he kind of made an interesting note here at the end. He says that when he's blocking, he feels that he draws that attention back to himself, which might be the reason why he doesn't get the ball as much. Yeah, that's what I got from that statement. So those are the two things I wanted you kind of talk about. Today. I was on a podcast uh, this past Friday in Vegas. It's uh, uh, veterans, I forget the name of it, 
veterans corner, maybe something like that. And he asked me a question. He said, what young wide receiver, what wide, re- wide receiver reminds uh, you of them? Uh, what, and I, what young reminds, wide receiver reminds you of them? Yes. Okay. Okay. Them of you. Them of me. Gotcha. Okay. Help me you out here. Yourself. <laughs> like, what, 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 what young wide receiver reminds you of yourself? Yeah, Correct. Everybody yeah. give me grace today. I'm a little bit off, <laughs> a little stuffy. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, and I, it was hard for me to uh, give him an answer. The only person I could think about is A.J. Brown. Uh, mm. But now after hearing this, I feel like this type of attitude, you know, reminds me of me. Right. And I'm not trying to make this about me, but like when I was stepped in the league, like, yeah, I thought I could be the best in the world. You know, I embraced that. I spoke that into my life. So I have nothing against that. But also when you watch what's coming out of camp right now, not only, you know, some of the uh, big catches, but the blocks like this dude plays with a lot of anger. Right. Like it's 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 borderline. Right. Meaning like he could potentially cross the line. And he, he he has already in camp, but I have no problem with it. He and Joey Porter Jr., yes, Joey Porter's son was just drafted, I believe first round, second round for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the corner. They already got in the fight. He, the big play, big catch from uh, a day or two ago, he catches it one hand and then throws the ball in the guy's face. <laughs> so I absolutely love this. Um, I, I didn't, you know, go out there you know, every single play and block. Here's the, here's the catch. Look at this. To me, this is the best uh, catch that's came up. That's come out of uh, a camp training camp so far. And I, that's, that's how, that's, that's what I meant by practice. When we were talking about Dak Prescott, look at that. That's what I want. Yeah. Like catch the ball, running back, catch the ball. I'm throwing the ball in your face. Nah, ain't no friends. Goodness. This is, this reminds me like Kobe Bryant stuff, My, Michael Jordan stuff. Uh. Teammate. Ooh, we ain't no teammates right now. We in practice. We making each other better. Look at look 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 how Joey Porter responds. He puts his head back. He throws the ball back at him. And look now, he his coach comes up to him. And look at this this exchange. He's frustrated. You don't think he's gonna go back into the lab and watch the film and think about how do I get better? How do I stop this guy? Yo, this is some good stuff coming out of Pittsburgh Steelers training camp. Was yo. that proper usage of the red line? <laughs> Take it back. No, no, no you know what? That's he a won. great question. That's, that's a great question, Ashley, because I wanted to ask Brandon that too. I was yeah. like, but do we like the way that he kind of held his line? Now that I see the red line, line was here, that though? proper usage? He did not hold his line. He did not. He did not hold his line here. He's fighting to get it back, but but here's the thing. No, win, it's not. He didn't lose. He didn't leave the quarterback much room. And this is what I always say. Y'all got you guys gonna hear me preach this hmm. probably every week during uh, uh, this football season. When you got a dog wide receiver out there. And there's, there's 32 number one wide receivers, but not all are dogs. Not all are number ones. You might hold that title, but you're not number one. There might be 12 real dogs, real number one wide receivers. When you are, you're always open. <laughs> Throw it up. That's what I'm saying. It and this sense. is what I was saying about Dak Prescott and, and, and Cook when he threw that interception. Like, throw it out there. Let the guy make a play. So I love this, Corey. And that was a great question, Thank Ashley. Thank you. That was. Look at her. Quick learner. Talking <laughs> yeah. about the red line. Now I'm going to be harping on the red line. Yeah, you right. got to hold that red line. He was All fighting season. to get it back. Honestly, I thought it was good coverage by Joey Porter it was, Jr. He just he just attacked the ball. NFL young boy. Like, that's just that's that's why he gets the name. You know, right. like, I thought it was great body control and great way to high point the ball. But that's, that's George perfect. Pickett's strength. It's perfect. He made like, a catch just like this last season. I don't know if you guys remember that. I it, remember. It was in the game, yeah. But, nah. but to your point, Corey, that was – Amazing. That's why he's so frustrated. Look at how he's getting right, frustrated with right. his coach. He's like, what else can I do? <laughs> what else can I do? <laughs> awesome yeah. coverage. I, I'm excited to watch that kid, too. 
can we put him on our board too? Can we have a running list of uh, uh, our, our rookie watch party or something, uh, working title? But put Joey Porter Jr. on there. Let's watch him. Could he potentially be a rookie of the week a couple times and thrust himself into the conversation of rookie of the year? I don't know. But I love what I'm seeing so far. Wait, who, you, who are you referring to? You referring to? There, look, look, there you go. Your picture, Ashley. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. I just don't under. At first, I didn't even know. Like, I thought it when they showed me the picture the first time. I thought it was an like a uncle, like a like no, an old was, head uncle. Yeah, right. It because of the like way that the Scully is sitting on his head. Take it back. It looks like it's the back of an old head's neck. Ashley, you know this was draft day. This is when he actually got I drafted. I know. Yeah. I can see the draft on the screen, but doesn't the back look like like an old head uncle's? Like, like the hot dog. Right. The hot dog <laughs> in the back. I love this kid. I love this kid. I love this kid. I'm a big fan. I love this kid. He got, he got, he got that attitude. That's what you yeah. need in football. It ain't out here sweet. What you talking about? And that's yeah. not a scully. That's a shiesty. My bad. Shiesty. Yeah. It's a shiesty. Charger, please. It's a shiesty. But but hey, let's talk about that next generation of wide receiver, right, Brandon? I think what we what we got for the people today is your top five wide receiver list under twenty five. Also under twenty five. Under twenty five, not named Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. Right. <laughs> yeah. So 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 listen, guys. There, there's a. This is the crazy part. Let me plug in real quick. This is the amazing part about our game. Right, we have wide receivers, defensive backs. We just talked about two of them, right? George and Joey. They're coming in right away and they're performing and participating at a high level. That wasn't the case back in the day. It took a lot. I truly believe, Ashley, the reason why we're seeing uh, quarterbacks, wide receivers, defensive backs come in and be more successful. Uh, uh, quicker mm -hmm. is because of seven on seven. Now you can play ball year round. We didn't have that when I was growing up, right? Really? No, 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 no. Seven on seven is a, it's kind of a new thing over the last, uh, I would say, ten years. Ten years, right? Mm -hmm. And Corey can attest to this. Um, so I say that because there's some wide receivers under twenty five that I don't put in this category. Right. Okay. I don't put them in this category because I call them big dogs. So let me tell you some of the guys. And so wait, what did you guys have in, in to the equivalency of? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. <laughs> just just, just, practice, just like regular football season. Interesting. So, mm. so, so here are the big dogs that are exempt from this, uh, 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 this conversation because they're big dogs. You, the age doesn't matter, doesn't define you. Mm -hmm. You're already him. You're already in a top five discussion. You're already in a top 10 discussion. Yep. Justin Jefferson, you're a big dog. You're under 25, but you're a big dog. J Jamar Chase, you're a big dog. You have no place on this list or in this conversation. You got other guys out there. C.D. Lamb, look at his numbers. If you look at his they talk about Jamar Chase. They talk about Justin Jefferson a lot. But when you look right at C.D. Lamb, his, he's off to a really hot start, start in his career. He's a big dog. Has no place on his list. Devontae Smith. I will get to Devontae Smith. I love the Devontae Smith. And I will go out there and say he's a big dog, but we don't talk about him like he's a big dog. So he might end up on his list. Let's see. Okay. Brandon Ayuk. Did I say his name right, team? Because I know actually. I'll chop up somebody's name Sound quick. Sound right that was, to me. Exactly okay. He's not a big dog. I'd say honorable, honorable mention. DK Metcalf, Metcalf, can we all agree that DK Metcalf is a big mm -hmm. dog? Because three years ago, two years ago, I, I had him in my top five. Yeah, he's a big dog. Go ahead. Go ahead. The only you... thing I would say is DK is past the 25. How old is he? He's 25, 
with 231 days. So he's almost 26. Oh, go say he's a big, okay. big, big dog. He's an old dog. He's an old dog. T. Higgins, uh, Jared Wilson, Chris Olave, Jalen Waddle, Michael Pittman Jr. These it's difficult. Amon uh, uh, St. Brown, Drake London. All right, so let's get to my top five wide receivers under 25. Here we go. Amon St. Brown. Do Have you heard of him? Motor City guy. It's not a big market, Ashley. So some people don't even know what this guy, who this guy is and, and how he plays the game. He's a, he will be a big dog. Okay. Okay, and it's no particular order. These are just my top five under 25 that, you know, the guys that, that aren't exempt. George Pickens, we just talked about him. Yo, George Pickens in a few years might be the best wide receiver in the whole NFL. Mm. Pushing Justin Jefferson. Pushing Tyreek Hill. Pushing all the, 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 the Stephon Diggs of the world. Jalen Waddle, we don't talk about him enough, but the dude almost went for, what, 1,500 last year. What was his stats? Was it 1,300 yards? How many touchdowns? Like, come on, man. This dude is special. Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, there's a lot of uh, scouts that are out there saying that Garrett Wilson, hell, not scouts. Aaron Rodgers said, you know what? If he comes and he adds 10, 12 pounds on his body, he might be the next Justin Jefferson. Mm. This dude is on his way to being a big dog. This year, he might break all the records. Hell, he might break my record. Like, I own all the single season records for the Jets. They might all fall this year. And I'm okay with Jared, Garrett Wilson being the one to break those. Chris Alave, we had him here, Corey, yep, for, sure for, for his pre-draft process. Quiet dude, hardworking guy, but elusive and fast, deceptive. He's a, he's a, he, he could be a big dog. He, hell, he got votes last year for Rookie of the Year. Yeah. So, Ashley, I ask you this question. Did I miss anything? Did I make any mistakes on my top five wide receivers under 25? Or do you sign off on this? Do you approve of this list? No, I think if you're going to go ahead and take out the normal names like Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb, those guys, um, for sure. I think, though, that I would put Devontae Smith in here as an honorable mention. Oh, so I'm so sorry. So uh, Devontae Smith. Uh, I put him borderline. Like he's he's like an in between. He's, he's not yeah. an honorable mention. No, because he's look at his numbers. Look at his stats. He's 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 ascending to big dog. Like this is the year. So he's you big think dog. he's past this group? Yeah, he's past this group. That's what I said. So he's middle. Yes, he's limbo. Correct. Okay. Correct. I I didn't have a category for Devonte. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I like see what people and people in the chat. I'm seeing. Oh, I'm on Ross St. Brown. This dude. Is, is going to be the real I mean, deal. I he think he's a... really going to surprise some people. I mean, the reports are already saying out of the Lions camp that he's the main target come, you know, in the red zone. We, Brandon, I mean, you USC. can attest to that. Like, you know, if you're the wide receiver that's getting the ball in the red zone, obviously you're a well, you know, you're a trusted option amongst one, the coaches and the quarterback. So look out for Amon Ra to really probably rack up, you know, uh, I'd say the numbers in that, that touchdown column. And then Chris Olave, I mean, you just said it. He's a dude he slept on. Like, he just does it all. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more production right. from a Chris Olave than a Mike Thomas who's, you know, who, who's missed some time. So A lot of time. I really like, yeah, I, re I love this list. I mean, Jalen Waddle, we've seen what he did. Yeah, There's we, people we got here saying Jerry, yards. Judy, et cetera, et cetera. See, see these guys, like, j like, here's my thing. And I didn't have enough categories. Sorry to cut you off, Corey. No, no, no. I was, but, I was, like, no. the Devontae Smiths of the world. Devontae Smith, let's put him in a big dog category right now. 
Had a phenomenal year last year. This dude is special. The reason why we're not talking about enough because he has AJ Brown there. So there's Batman and Robin, right? Or whatever they're calling themselves. Their self themselves. Uh, Jerry Judy. I'm glad whoever whoever jumped in the chat, they put up his name. When you're when you've been in the league, you know, two, three years, like I need to see it right now. We had Jerry Judy here. You saw how I talked to him. I was like, yo, this is the year. Like, are you gonna be top five or not? Right? Mm -hmm. Like you are that special. He out there's there's uh the 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 receiver that was with Amari Cooper. Mm -hmm. There's Devontae Adams, and then it's him when it comes to the best route runners in the league today. He there's an argument that he's the best route runner in football. So yeah, there are guys like Jerry Judy that I don't have here because you know, like you're you're a vet in my mind. Okay? So like you need to be in big dog status. So like Jerry Judy, I love, and I think he's gonna have an amazing year. But I didn't have him here because I didn't know where to place him. I didn't know where to place him. What about someone like a uh, um, Drake London? Drake London is not he he's not better like right now. Like I think I love his potential. I love his yeah, upside. You, know, you guys know I love the big wide receiver. I'm a big wide receiver. Um, he could have a breakout year and find himself on this list or on the big dog uh, uh, status uh, uh, list as well. But he need we need to see. He was a rookie last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say we, we we still need a little bit more. But when uh, we put this list out on social media, let's make sure that we go ahead and put a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we don't want what happened with my LeBron James not being a top five scorer oh goodness, situation. Right? <laughs> it was Armageddon. It was bad. No, it was. Can I quick story? We'll just <laughs> yeah, go back story in this. Time. Mind you, there was three lists. Right. It was me, Corey, and Antoine. Right. None of us had LeBron because the list was technically true, like pure scorers, not like all-time scorer. It was like who can go ahead, whose bag is the deepest right. when it comes to scoring, can shoot from anywhere on the court. LeBron, uh, there's a bunch of names I think of before I get to LeBron James. There's AI, there's Kobe, there's right, right. Michael Jordan, there's AI. I mean, I said AI, there's Kevin Durant. We all didn't have LeBron on our list. Somehow... I get the bullet yeah, on crazy. social media, and these two skate. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Like nothing ever happened. But <laughs> do not me. put my list out there. Put the list out there, but put a asterisk and say whatever. Like the typical names are considered past no, the no. beginning stage. I need, I need big dog honorable status. mention. I need big dog status, and I need it's time to go to big dog status. So I'm okay with not putting my list out there because I don't want what, what happened to you to no, happen No, you got to put your list out there. I have to put my list out there. But they better find it on YouTube or YouTube clip. <laughs> nah, we put the list out there. <laughs> what the hell? Search for it, huh? uh, Real right. quick, guys, I just wanted to mention uh, we got a super chat here from RSF Morrow. Top, his top five, he's saying, is uh, first Justin Jeff Jefferson, Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. Um, and he said George Pickens... Yeah, George is Pickens a dog, is a dog. Yeah, but I, I, okay, I respect that. But like, bro, like, you got to play by the paper route rules, and the paper route rules is like, you got big dogs, so they're exempt. Like, I, I agree I with them the under twenty five. Like, somebody in the chat just said we should probably change it to top five underrated wide receivers under okay. twenty five. Okay, okay, listen, I'm not. I, listen, I think I, I, I think that tweak solves everything actually. Yeah, if you do underrated wide receivers under twenty five, then it. Negates okay. the okay. typical that, top that five. Clears everything what up. about yeah. young sneakers? Clears everything up. No, we're not doing sneakers. <laughs> if we can reach, if we can add to the graphic, just top five underweight, underrated wide receivers under twenty five. Then when we put that out, that makes solves sense. All that solves okay. everything. I like yeah. that. I like that. I like that. I like that. 
Shout out to whoever said that in the chat. Hold on, let me see who said that so I can shout them out. Shout out to Jaja Binks. Okay, Star Wars reference. Yeah, Jaja Binks. Jaja Binks. Jaja Binks comes from Star Wars. That just doesn't sound like a Star Wars. Are you for real? Moving on, Corey. Are you for real, Corey? Brandon, did you know that? No, I never even. I was Tara Banks' cousin? No, Jaja Banks comes from Star Wars. Oh, Bix? I thought you said Banks. Banks. Banks comes from Star Wars. I'm like, Jaja Banks. Nobody watching Star Wars. Oh, so many people watch Star Only Wars. Only like, like billion people have watched Star Wars, but okay, sure. Right, right. Star Wars. All right, well, I want to move on is to that, this Is next. that Marvel affiliation? Is, no, Not no, at no. all. It's like, it's like <laughs> its own deal, Disney, right? right? Yeah, it's Gen- Disney now. It's Disney, it is now. Disney. It's Disney is that, now. Is that, the, is that the cartoon? Star no, Wars? No, no, no. Remember the Star Wars, Wars like movie Luke series? Skywalker, Darth Vader? Like, I heard got, of Darth Vader for Halloween. I've seen that for Halloween costumes. But... That's Star Wars. Jabba... Oh, I thought that was a cartoon. They do have cartoon mm-hmm. versions of it, right? Star yeah, Wars? but it started like Jabba the Hutt. Princess no, Leia, no, I know. I definitely see human Wars? characters when I think of Star Wars. So, like, I mean, I feel you. But I thought they were cartoon they have versions. A car- they have cartoons of Star Wars, but it started off as like a movie. Yeah, like, just a movie. Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah that, that I remember, yeah, yeah. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Christmas. All right, we're gonna move on. <laughs> we got it. This is a, this is actually gonna be another fun conversation because the 33rd team lists their top 11 wide receiver duels of all time, and in my opinion, this is a very this is a very interesting list. Of course, I agree with a lot of the names, but then there's some, you know, that might that I personally left my head scratching. So I wanted to get y'all guys' thoughts on this. So let's throw that graphic up there. Okay. Brandon, you want to just break this down? Do you want to go through it? I'm gonna give you the honors of going through it. Listen, the reason why I sent this <laughs> sent this in uh, a couple days ago. Um, was because I feel I feel disrespected, Ashley. However, I'm not prepared to have this conversation. I am. I'll tell Uh-oh. you that. I, I, I'm prepared to defend oh, my oh, guy, oh, B-Mars. So let, let's, let's go, th- go through it, though. Go ho- through hopefully it. you are. Because, you know, to me, I wanted to back this up by numbers. Mm-hmm. And that I haven't I have. had the time to look at, okay, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, uh, 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 you know, total yards, touchdowns, receptions, all those things, right? Even wins, I think you gotta you gotta take into account for for that as well. You know, Mark Clayton, Mark Duper, you know about them. I think they deserve to be on this list. Agreed. That was a legendary legendary uh, a tandem, legendary run they had with Dan Marino, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. They're going into their second year. How do we say uh, 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 all, all time? time? See, see, see. Now this is the old time. I, I you know what? I'll I'll do it. I'll <laughs> embrace it. This is my Paul Pierce moment. Maybe I'm hating. Maybe I am a hater. It's okay. I never talk like this. Throw the list back up. I don't, I don't need think it. you're a hater. I, I think really I, don't I, think, I mean you have valid reasons. I would. If, yeah. I would I'm gonna give you the numbers. Put, like, I said. like 
Eric Decker and you up there. That's what I'm How saying. So, so, so here's my thing, right? That's like, kind of so, nuts that y'all aren't so, even on the So top. really quickly, here, here's my thing. Uh, just looking at the numbers, Corey, I wish I had the numbers in front of me. But myself and Eddie Royal, 91 catches, 104 catches, Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl, uh, uh, you know, over 15 touchdowns, whatever it was, you know, 1,300 yards, 1,000 yards. Myself and Alshon Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. All right, me and Alshon, like Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl, you know, 100 catches, 90 catches, or whatever he had, you know, 10 touchdowns, 10, whatever. I don't even know I the numbers. I got numbers for you. I'm just going to let you And then also myself <laughs> and Eric Decker. You and Decker were a beast. Like, that was that was one of my – like, as a fan, obviously not my team, but as a football right. fan, that was a show to be seen. It was like, unbelievable. Like, so, 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 like, the people that I feel like – I feel like, you know, one of my tandems should be on this list – I love A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. We just talked about them. You know, I, I feel like that could potentially be one of my tandems. The 10 and 11, I feel like that could be replaced by one of my tandems. Uh, Lynn Swan, uh, Mark Nooper, Mark Heron, Reggie Wayne, no, can't even touch that. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, yes. Uh, yeah, don't you think they're way too high, though? Like, even if they were to be included on this list, they are incredibly high. They've only played, what, so three seasons it. together at this yeah. point? Two, two. two Jamar Chase has well, only been in the year for two. Season. Yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah. They, people be just dis- disrespecting. Dis- go dis- ahead. Are you ready to type me in, no, Brandon? Because I got Hold the numbers on. Let me, go ahead. let me look at okay, this first. All right, all right, all right, go ahead. One through three, I agree with. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can move I agree, those. yeah, yeah. No, I, well, Actually, maybe, I'm alive. Maybe, one through four, you don't move. I think those are solid. No, 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 no. Actually, actually, one second. Marvin Harrison and Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne should probably be number one. Really? Really? One? Over Randy Moss and Chris Carter? They did it for 10 years straight together. Unbelievable. Right, 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 right. But it, it was hard It was hard to make a case for somebody like yourself, though, when you wanted to incorporate the con- the continuity between between duos. So, But I'm with you. I think Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne, in my opinion, should be three. They're one. I don't think they're Their numbers, one. Dude, look at the numbers. Randy no, it, Moss and crazy. Chris Carter was dynamic. Yeah. But Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne did it for 10 years at an extremely high level. Yeah. So from what a number about, standpoint, I don't even see how it's even a comparison. No, nah, yeah. I mean, I feel you on that. Yeah. What about uh, Julio Jones, Roddy White? That, that, that was, should that be was, up there. That was an honorable mention for me. That came to mind. It definitely came to mind. But Ooh, I'm putting some. One. I'm putting. I'm. I'm putting some of your duos above that. So are, are we ready for the Brandon Marshall duos? Ooh, and what okay. I wanted to start with. What I wanted to start with were, were the guys that I felt we could have taken out and put you in for. So I'm gonna start with. AJ Brown and um, and Devontae Smith. All respect to them, but I think they're referring to the years when eight, which was only last year. They only have one year together, I believe it or not. AJ Brown had fourteen hundred ninety six yards, eleven touchdowns. Devontae Smith had eleven hundred yards, seven touchdowns. So they combined for about twenty seven hundred together, sixteen touchdowns. So good, right? And now I'm a, I'm gonna go through Jamar Chase and T Higgins stats from from twenty twenty one. Jamar Chase had fourteen hundred yards, thirteen touchdowns. T Higgins had 1,000, you know, just 1,091, six touchdowns. Combines for 25 and 19. That boy's about to say 1,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I was. I was. So, nah, but now I need to take y'all back. The first one I'm going to bring up, Brandon, is the 2013 year with you and Alshon Jeffrey. How these how these years weren't considered, I don't know, because both of y'all, I believe, went over 100. No, no, no. Alshon had 89 catches. I'm the enigma of football. That's what I'm going to tell you. I'm an enigma. 
Yeah. Can you pull up the, I like the, the word, word enigma? enigma. It's enigma. One of my favorites. Yeah. Go. So so yeah, 2013, Alshon had had 89 catches, 1200 yards, 12 touchdowns. No, that was you. That was you, my fault. You had 1200 touchdowns. I mean 1200 yards, 12 touchdowns, 100 catches, and he had 89 catches, 1400 yards, 7 touchdowns. Y'all combined for 2700 yards, 19 touchdowns. Come on. Like, I think that shit just knocked off A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, at least at the bottom of the list. Right, well, right. If we talking numbers with Eric Decker. You know right, what? Right, now this is the one that's like, what? Decker how did, how did y'all not get on this Before list? Before you go to Eric Decker and right, myself right. with the Jets, I will say this. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith beats us out. Myself and Alshon Jeffrey. Here's why. Okay. They went to the Super Bowl. So you put up those numbers. If the numbers are close and you make it to the Super Bowl... There's no, there, it's not even a debate. So I give really? that to them. You, okay. I mean, you want to say they just had a, complete, a, a better complete team? No, I mean, your team, y'all, yeah, yeah, y'all yeah, was super yeah, yeah. reliant But, but on still, y'all. they went to the Super Bowl. I feel you. And, and, feel and you. they made the biggest plays throughout the year to help them get there. So, yes, the defense aligned and the defense did a phenomenal job. But, like, I wouldn't even debate that. Yeah. Okay. I, I get it. All right, but now, but now, now. The, the Eric Decker one, but right? Now. So, 2015. Eric Decker had had 1,027 yards, 12 touchdowns. And then that year, you go off of 1,500 yards, 14 touchdowns. Y'all combined for 26 touchdowns. Like, I don't think there was anybody on that list maybe that had maybe scored. Maybe the Randy Moss, Wes Walker. I feel like that was the year Randy Moss had like 20. But, yeah. like, come on. That's, that's obviously an exception. Y'all combined for close to 2,600 yards, 26 touchdowns. How, how y'all ain't on the list, I don't know. Yeah. I, how – that's what I'm saying. I don't see how Eric Decker, Eric Decker Brandon and Brandon aren't on right. the list, and I don't see how Julio Jones and Roddy White aren't on the list. Right. right. Yeah. No, I, listen. This this was a, a great a great great discussion. I'm glad they put this together, and uh, you know, let's keep the conversation going. Maybe we'll get Julio Jones and Roddy White on the show and get their thoughts on this. Right. This is going to age. I mean, they uh, look. They made Matt Ryan look like he was Tom Brady. Hold on. So you're one of those people. <laughs> so you you feel like Matt Ryan wasn't like Matty Ice. You don't like Matty. Matty he Ice. wasn't Tom Brady, see him on the but like with that wide receiver wide receiver tandem, right. he looked like Brady. Right. That's like <laughs> not. I'm not gonna say that Matt Ryan wasn't an efficient QB. Like mm. he definitely Matty Ice. He had his moments. But with that duo, he looked like he was up there with Peyton and them. Like, yeah. Like Julio. Like now that Julio I'm glad was that you the real up, deal. Like, Julio and Roddy White. Definitely need to be on that list. Yeah. For sure. Are we missing anybody? AJ Green, Calvin Johnson. You know who's a good combo? Names? I uh, mean, Steve Smith. I don't know if you want to go. I wouldn't put Giant. I mean, if you want to go Super Bowl, I mean, you had Cruz oh, yeah. and Odell Beckham, but not really because Od- it yeah. wasn't really too much like that. Like Michael Urban and. Um, and Harper. Not Harper, no doubt. No. Uh, well, was it I Harper? His name. No, Michael Irvin and it was Michael. Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, it on, was Cowboy Michael fan. Irving and um. Help me out! Help me out! Help me out! Help me out! Why am I drawing a blank on this guy's name? Michael you, Irvin's. Yeah, Harper. Alvin Harper. No, out Al, was it Alvin? Alvin Harper? Harper. Thank you, JP. Alvin oh, Harper. Alvin yes. Harper. Great. That would yeah. you put them up there? Well, they're not. Yeah, I, I, no. No. Okay. No. I actually put up like I'll look at Jerry Rice and uh, and To. That's not up there. Yeah, it isn't. Right, right, Jerry. Yeah, when they were they got when, John at San Taylor, Fran, right, Young To. Yeah, uh, 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 To went out there on uh, Jerry Jerry Day, Jerry Rice's day, last day when 
broke the record for most Didn't catches. Didn't T.O. and Ocho play together at one point? Yeah, they did. And they both had, went over 1,000 yards, but it wasn't like a legendary year. Oh, it was okay. like they both had 1,000 yards. I also saw someone say Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. How do you feel about that one? Interesting. It, uh, interesting. Because they put up numbers. That That's what it was. They put up numbers. They had a lot of touchdowns between the two of them. So I mean, if you want to talk a lot of touchdowns in the Super Bowl, you had Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin. Right. Yeah. When Tampa did it. Maybe an honorable mention. Like I said, I'm putting I'm putting B. Marshall and Harry Decker in there well, before that one. Brandon Marshall here, Corey in the cut, Woo out west. Uh, uh, we have Ashley Nicole Moss. Um, we have Manderville, and we have BC. BC, how do you feel about this list? Uh, is there anybody that uh, we missed? Is there anybody you want to add? We can't hear you, buddy. Can we hear him? Can we hear him? Can we hear him? Okay, well, we figured yeah. that out. Listen. Can you hear me? I'm okay, there you. we go. Can we we got you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there he is. No, I think you guys covered it all. I was trying to think myself of anybody that was that you guys were missing as far as like wide receivers, but I think you Any got honorable me. mentions from the Giants or anything? No, get out of here. Uh, just saying. <laughs> I mean, throw that out there. Every Super Bowl team, I guess we could just pick off, pick two from each Super Bowl. <laughs> what you going to put? Uh, what's his name? Michael uh, Strahan? Yeah, like Michael Strahan. Yeah. <laughs> he was a wide receiver. BC, what's up? How is it? How how is it back there? How is it in the control room? Give us an oh, update. Man, like, is the AC? Nice, is it cold? Nice, is it nice, hot? Nice and chilly back here. Yeah. Yeah. So see, see, that's see. I told y'all, <laughs> BC every single day because he. I heard that a couple weeks ago. Oh, it's really cold in here. So he always has a hoodie on. Now he has his camera set up. His mic going. He has oh, his, his favorite hat, and now he has a T-shirt on. So now you're trying to look cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back in the hoodie. Don't worry. I'm going back in the hoodie. I'm gonna. Um, let's let's. I'm gonna read off some of the duos that the chat has thrown out, and let's see how you feel about them. Okay. So let's see. Um, let's see here. We have Randy Moss and Wes Welker. Yep, I like that. Okay. We have Ooh, Deshaun Jackson and Jason Avant. Jason Avant. Avant. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, no, I won't put them there, but I love Jason Avant, a really he, underrated he slot receiver. Oh, more. Yeah, he was super. I used solid. to study him. But He's kind of like an Anquan Bolden almost. Yeah. It, it okay, ways. speaking of, Larry Fitzgerald and Anquan Bolden were they, they on the list? list. They were number three. Okay. Um, San Antonio Holmes and Heinz Ward. That Plexico Burris and Heinz Ward. Oh, that's interesting. Mm, but the numbers wasn't very, crazy. Yeah. Probably not. They were dynamic, but the numbers wasn't crazy. The New York Giants, Victor Cruz and Hakeem Nick. I already put. That in there, we're not. No, you said. Oh, I said Odell. Yeah, Victor Cruz. Yeah, yeah, but the nine, numbers nine, wasn't crazy. Yeah. I love their run. I love their run. And, and, and I remember that. Yeah, that was they, the Super Bowl. No, year. Manningham. Oh, yeah, you remember Manningham? That two catch. Yeah, yeah. He was like, was he like the number two or the three he receiver? Was three. He was like the three, but he was really, he was a solid number three yeah. receiver too. I remember Mario that. Manningham. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that group. Days. What that about good. we have here? Somebody said Donald Driver and Greg Jennings. Ooh. Yes, sir. Oh, oh, Wait, we forgot so about the Green Bay Packers. Not, yeah, how did oh, Driver yeah. and Jennings? You can go, you can go, you can go you, but you can also Greg. go uh, Greg Jennings and uh, the James Jones. Not James Jones. The white receiver. The white dude. Oh, Jordy uh, Nelson. Jordy Nelson. Yeah. Jordy Nelson. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. No, you Even know Randall you know, Cobb. No, Randall you know Cobb for a couple nice. years. You know, it's uh, Go St. Patrick, Ocho Cinco, and TJ Hushmanzada. That was actually Oh, a my combo. goodness. Ooh. I forgot about that combo. Ooh-wee. That was a good wow. one. There's more tandems than we think. Ooh-wee. Yeah, yeah. Someone said, what about Holmes and Ward? Yes, Antonio Holmes and Interesting, and but Hines the numbers Ward. wasn't crazy, yeah, that's though. What, that's Would you guys consider this 
Jabril Yasir said Kelsey and Tyreek. I know he's a tight end, but they're a I mean, great combo. Though. Yeah, but, but this can... is wide right receiver duo. So if you want to do okay. it that way, um, then we're going to add another one of my two of my tandems. We're going to add Martellus Bennett and myself, and we're going to add myself and uh, 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 Tony Sheff Scheffler. See, yeah, you and Martellus <laughs> Bennett. That was actually a good. <laughs> yeah, call right there. Marty Wait, yeah. No, no another another interesting. Someone one. said Megatron one. and whoever was on the other side. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's respect. I respect that. I respect that. Last one though, I actually did think about this one. It was uh, Antonio Brown and Marta Martavis Bryant. Uh, that they had one good year. Uh, man, Antonio Brown special. Antonio Brown, if he, oh my goodness. I just wish Martavis Bryant could have stuck around a lot. I really liked him as a receiver. I don't know how you felt about him as a receiver. I liked loved him. his game, and I love him as a person. Yeah. Man, look, so, AB so, on the Steelers, boy. That's what I'm saying. That, that, he was he Dang was it, AB. <laughs> I, Why? I'll say it. Like, I'll say it. I think he's gonna, I it makes think, me so bad yeah. when I think about it. Brandon, God Brandon if somebody it. makes that statement, this the statement here. AB could have been the greatest of all time. Oh my how do you, god! Like, how do you feel about that statement? There, uh, I would say uh, a possibility, but it'd have been tough because you got to look at longevity. Jerry Rice played 19 years, mm -hmm. right, and he produced at a high level for probably 14, 15 of them. Um, his numbers, his trajectory—if um, he would have played as long as Jerry played, he would have definitely surpassed him and crushed his numbers. I agree. Um, and, and you got to take care of business and you just got to find a way to eliminate distractions. And unfortunately, you know, these distractions take down a lot of us as, as athletes. What about Lockett and Baldwin? Nah. No. What about DT and Emmanuel Sanders? Can we go Broncos to the next topic? We talk about too many wide receivers. Huh? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we've been talking a lot about wide receivers. Let's talk no, about let's talk about bad. quarterbacks, though. So the Athletic recently uh, released their quarterback tier and rankings list. So Ugh, what they did is they, they they had four different tiers: tier one, tier two, tier three, tier four, and they actually ranked them all in order. So let's go through it, huh? All right. What classifies tier one, tier two, tier three, tier four? Did yeah, they say? We? No, I mean it's kind of you got to think of it like you know within tiers, right? Like it. just yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, so here we go. So tier one. All right, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Justin wrong. Herbert. It's wrong. Uh, I, I like this tier, uh, but who I'm adding to it is Lamar Jackson. Are you taking anyone out? And maybe Hurts. No, 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 no. I'll keep I'll keep Justin Herbert there. What? Yeah, for sure. Tier one. You have, remember, you remember. have Jalen Hurts who went to the Super Bowl. That's right. In tier two, wrong. He should be tier <laughs> yeah, I, one. I, I but just agree. take, just take. This, this is how we should think about it. Don't think about their current situations. We're in the NFL draft. Who are you taking? Right. So boom, I go Patrick Mahomes. I, I'm on the board first. Wu is on the board second. BC's on the on the board third. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What names are going to fall first? I believe someone's taking Patrick Mahomes, someone's taking Joe Burrow, someone's taking Josh Allen for sure. Aaron Rodgers, yes. You know, say the age thing. Justin Herbert, Ashley, we talked about this when he got his deal. Through his first three years, four years, three years, his numbers are up there with Tom Brady and, and the Drew Brees. Not Tom Brady's in a, in a, in a uh, Peyton Manning. I just don't see, and this, and this is coming from an Eagles hater, I just don't see how you can go into this next season and have Jalen Hurts fresh off of a Super Bowl and have him tier two. Take, but but t listen. You have to you have to account I for the Super Bowl because no, if we're not, no, you can't. If we're not, 
then why is Aaron Rodgers just there based on legacy? Right. His last year, his team sucked. Okay, but let's, can we? Like can he's we... just there on legacy alone. Justin Herbert's there on potential alone because right. the Chargers got bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Okay. Jalen Hurts went to the Super Bowl yep. and faced number one quarterback QB one Patrick Mahomes. How is he not tier one? I hear what you're saying, but the way I look at it, Ashley, is th- is this: I am the Houston Texans, so I don't have. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. I don't have that that front seven. I don't have the general manager and this coach. I'm the Houston Texans. Who am I? Like, that's how I'm looking I'm at sorry. it. I'm sorry. Jalen, Jalen, Jalen. So you're going to take Jalen Hurts. So you're the Houston Texans. So uh, so maybe, maybe what I hear you saying is, look, I'm not taking anybody out. I'm just adding Jalen Hurts. No, it says the Athletics annual QB tier, which means it's based on year by year, which means you're not, this is not what you would take in the draft. This is an annual list based on what these quarterbacks did last season. I don't understand how you have Justin Herbert at five and Jalen Hurts at six Tier two, the man's fresh off of a Super Bowl appearance. He's fresh off an MVP season. He should be tier one. Justin Herbert, absolutely love him. Big Justin Herbert fan. I've interviewed him before. Very nice guy, huge guy. But Pause. he got bad. Oh my God. But he got, <laughs> Man, but on, he got bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Like, I, how was he tier one based on what credentials? Right. I hear your argument, Ashley. Look at the other names on that You're list. convincing me. You're convincing me. I just look at it totally different. I just like going into the year. But look at those other names on the list. You have the Super Bowl winner. Yep. You have a guy who almost went to the Super Joe Bowl. Joe Burrow. You, got, you have a guy no, who... No, Joe Burrow went to the Super he, Bowl. He went to the Super Bowl. Well, I'm talking about last season. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You have Josh Allen and Joe Burrow who battled out in the conference or the, the, yeah, in the conference. You have Aaron Rodgers reigning multiple record holder, best passer of the football, whatever you want to see. Although Green Bay was terrible, his numbers, if you look at him as a singular, like Justin, where does Justin Herbert fit in that credential that Jalen Hurts does it? See, I think you're looking at it like the athletics annual quarterback tier and like going off a year to year. I just think it's just their quarterback tear. Here's where we're at. So I do think it's more, it's not about what you did last year. It has to and be. more so about, you know, like, just who resume. are you? Just yeah. resume. Who are you as a quarterback? Here's where we're what at. You can do for Even my more franchise. so, resume. How is Justin Herbert over Jalen Hurts? Someone I, explain it to me. Good point. Someone it, explain it to right, me. Let me ask you this question. So let me ask you this yeah. question. Okay. You are the Houston Texans. You're on the board first. Ashley Nicole Moss, who are you taking? Justin Herbert or Jalen Hurts? That's what Thank it comes you. Down That's to. not Thank what you. this is about, though. No, but I think I, I think it is, though. I it think can't it is. be about that because it, <laughs> it does say it does say annual quarterback tier and rankings. Right. However, I think they are I think they are listing and ranking these quarterbacks based off of what they've done in the past, where their you know where what? their teams stand Stop now. Right There's there. a lot of things that <laughs> what they've done <laughs> in the past. What right. has Justin Herbert done that Jalen Hurts he's, hasn't? He's proven. Touchdowns, he's proven. Yes. Yeah, uh, has he been to Has not. You got, has he had an MVP season? Has not. But that's not his fault. Jalen Hurts was. It's, it's, it's not his fault. Okay, whatever. It is. You gotta, whatever, like, Corey. You got to hear what I'm. You got to hear me out because I'm really what I'm trying to do is justify Brandon's Bowl, point. Don't justify it. His point is wrong. It's a lot that they're looking at. You look crazy. His point is wrong. Lamar Jackson. If you ask me that same question, like who are you picking? If you have like a team that's like made up of straight rookies, right? Like straight rookies. I'm just coming up with a hypothetical. Which quarterback would you like? To lead that team, who do you think? That's which not, quarterback do you think can make all of those guys around him this better? This is not a mock board. This mm-hmm. is not a mock draft. This is an annual QB tier 
and rankings voted by 50 NFL <laughs> coaches and executives. I don't understand so, how you can look at what Jalen Hurts did last season and put Justin Herbert ahead of him. I am sorry. I don't understand it. So, I won't understand it. So listen, we can, we'll probably go back and forth all day <laughs> about that. Uh, 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 so, so, so here's what I would say, right? I'm going to look at the rest of the list. Okay. I like the rest of the list. You know, I, like I said earlier, I'll move Lamar Jackson to tier one. I'm sorry, he's just different. I'm not he. I'm not. I'm not. Let, I'm not subscribing him to the same rules that every other quarterback. He can throw for 2,500 yards, and then also rush for a thousand, and then he can throw for, you know 30, 30 something touchdowns and 10 picks, and it's dynamic, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm moving him. Um, I understand why they have Russell Wilson at tier three, so I'm not going to fight that and debate do, that. Do you know? Because I, I actually, actually thought he say, too. I would actually say that uh, Geno Smith, I would put him to tier two. Geno Smith. Wait. <laughs> listen to me. Okay. I hear this you. Is I hear you. Listen to me. I'm, I'm going off like, I'm going off of like where he's at now. Okay. Okay. Like, Geno Smith got a single vote last year, mm -hmm. which is a big deal for MVP. I think he was the most accurate quarterback uh, uh, through. 12, 13 weeks, he was the most efficient quarterback, okay? So Geno Smith last year played like a top five quarterback. So I'm moving him. The other person I'm moving, Ashley, and this might be a shocker to most, Brock Purdy. How the hell do you have Brock Purdy in tier four? Yeah, I think he should be at least Brock three. Purdy is teetering in between two and three to me. Like, I love Brock Purdy. Well, he's no teeter. You got to pick one. I can't. Well, you have to. There's no, there's no right, three and a half. Because like, I, I don't want you know, you know, I, I like to go out there. There's no three and a half. And, 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 and rock the boat. So I can, you know, for me, like, my gut is tier two. But I, I'm a little gun shy right now. I'm going to put him in tier three. I, I'm actually surprised, even though his season last year was not great. I'm surprised that Russell Wilson's tier three. Me too. Like, for all of the things that went wrong last season, that is still one hell of a quarterback. He's right. not tier one anymore, at least not based on last season. But I just feel like one bad season does not dictate you as a quarterback as a whole. Tier three, I mean, you have him in a competition. You have him in comp with Jimmy Garoppolo. You're telling me that Russell Wilson and Jimmy Garoppolo are the same quarterback? Right, right, right. Like, no, the same level of not. talent. Like, that's, in that's insane. Absolutely. All right, not. so I think I've come up with a way to kind of really differentiate these quarterbacks and tell me if this makes sense. So I'm going to start with tier four, actually. I think tier four are just starting quarterbacks, right? Starting quarterbacks at, in the NFL, at the NFL level. Tier three are quarterbacks that are going to keep your team, in my opinion, competitive, right? There might not be a playoff team, but they'll keep your team competitive as opposed to a guy who's just a starting quarterback. Tier two are guys, and now this makes me – Wait, I, pause. You heard I've what you just up, said? Huh? You heard what you just said? What? That tier three uh -huh. is a quarterback that's just going to keep your team competitive. No. It may not be a playoff team, right. but you know, who, you know whose quarterback's I, in there? I know. And that's your the, quarterback. That's, what, what? Chill out, Tua. chill out, chill out. You chill just out. said, Corey, <laughs> you just said they may not be a playoff team. <laughs> and I was and gonna, what did me and Brandon say yesterday? Huh? What did me and Brandon say yesterday while no, we didn't have the Dolphins well, this, in our this, rankings? This isn't my list, so I was going to end it oh, with okay. who I think I would have switched around. <laughs> okay, you know go what I'm saying? Sorry, go <laughs> yeah, for real. But I'm tier in three, tier. tier three are quarterbacks yeah, be that I think. Be careful around Ashley, <laughs> Yeah, for real, man, for real. You better watch your words. Be, be very intentional. But now, tier three, like I said, they're going to keep their teams competitive, which is why, to Brandon's point, I don't think Geno Smith is in there because I think at this stage in his career, let me describe what tier two is. Tier two are quarterbacks that, regardless of who you put them on, I think they could take their teams to a, to a playoff. 
which is why I think Geno Smith, these are always quarterbacks you're gonna, that are going to be in the mix for a playoff spot. That's why I think Geno Smith should be in there. That's why I think, in my opinion, Tua should be in there with the team that he has now. Mm-hmm. And I also think uh, uh, Russell Wilson should be in there. I think it's crazy that he's Tier 3. Um, but, yeah, like I mentioned, Tier 2 are quarterbacks that are going to be in the mix. They're going to get their teams to the playoffs. Tier 1, they're always going to be on a team that's going to be competing for a Super Bowl. I think that's the best way to look at it, which is why, I don't know, man, I don't think Justin Herbert mm. really should be in that tier one. I don't know because tier three, by your definition, uh-huh. I mean, it could. But, but look, you Jimmy Garoppolo that, has taken his team to the playoffs, right? Plug and play. I, I say, I say, competitive. You know what I'm saying? Because you could be a playoff team. You could, you could have a losing record. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think okay. that's a tier three quarterback. But tier two, like, you're always just gonna be in the mix every year. Like every year, we're mm. talking about the Cowboys making the Super. I mean, the, the playoffs. Every year, we've, since Lamar Jackson's been in the league, we talk about them making the playoffs. Same with Jalen Hurts. The Jaguars are becoming that type of team. Deshaun Watson, right? Like, I mean, with the group around him, Deshaun Watson's definitely that. And same with Kirk Cousins. So I, I like the tier two quarterbacks, but yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Well, about okay, Let based on you. your definition, though, real quick, mm-hmm. look, quite, my biggest question mark then, based on your definition, is mm-hmm. Derek Carr. He's three. But. He's going to keep his team competitive. He's not a starting. You said that Tua is in tier two because of the team that he has around him. Yeah. Derek Carr has a great team around him now in New Orleans. Would he not be two? Yeah, you're really about to have me put in two. I'm just saying. I I don't know. Yeah, two might be in three. I'm just saying. Two might be three. He might be three. But Geno Smith and Russell Wilson have earned a tier two spot, in my opinion. So, so th- listen, let me ask you guys this question before we move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, at 21, tier, in Tier 3, uh, sitting at 21, you have Justin Fields. There's a lot of hype around him right now. You even had, I think, Greeny come out in a, a, a day or two ago and say he is the next superstar in the NFL. Are you guys buying or selling? Am I buying what Greeny is saying? Yeah, are you buying that he's the next superstar, that he'll, he'll find his way in the Tier 2, Tier 1 after this year? Or are you selling it? And that's who? Whose name? Justin Fields. <sighs> it's hard because it's, he plays in Chicago. Respectfully. Love Chicago. Dope people. Great food. No um, disclaimers, Ashley. Just saying. I just... I would believe I would buy that stock if he didn't play in Chicago. Okay. Why, he, why, what's wrong with Chicago? I just the weather? Feel, no, I just feel like that organization is not able to get it together for his benefit. Right. Like, I feel like they do a little bit of movement, mm-hmm. a little bit of this, a little bit of that to make it a little better for him. But it's nothing drastic that's really going to take him and elevate him to the next level. I feel like he has to do a lot by himself mm-hmm. to elevate his game and where he falls within the other quarterbacks of so, the NFL. So I'm borderline with that. So I will say this, uh, Ashley, I agree with you, and that's why I've always been critical of the Bears uh, over the last few years. Um, Love Chicago, played there, wanted to retire there, and I was inside of that organization, mm-hmm. so I agree with you there. However, their new general manager, Ryan Poles, Poles, Mm-hmm. Uh, he's doing a phenomenal job. Look at all the moves that he made this year. Um, and I love how he talks about his team. I love how he talks about Justin uh, Fields. And then also the receiver, Corey, uh, that they picked up from uh, Carolina. What's his name? Yeah. Um, so they have DJ uh, Moore. DJ Moore, and they have, uh, which they love. DJ Moore's having a phenomenal camp. Yeah, he's, he's wide receiver one. They're playing sure. lights out right now. And also you have Chase Claypool. I think he's still on the PUP list. Yeah. I'm not sure if he came off yet. I think they have the weapons around him to get it done. The only question mark around the Chicago Bears offense right now, and it's a big one, is their left tackle. 
It's embarrassing. It's, yeah, that's a very important player. It's very important. Very important player. So if they can't protect him, then he's not going to have a chance. But you know, he came out this year and said, uh, "What did he say? He said I'm 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 guaranteeing that I throw for four thousand yards or five thousand yards." He said something. Four thousand. I think it was. Well, it was something wild. Four thousand. Four thousand okay. and rush four thousand. I right? do like though that he now has a true wide receiver number one option. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be a game changer. I agree. They have made moves. It's just about how they utilize those moves. They, they still they they make me very nervous. Brandon, Justin Fields, to... by talent alone, is yeah. a tier two. Yeah. And I think that if he were on any other team, he'd have already a lot more success than he does in Chicago right now. Yeah. Just because Chicago has not done right by him, mm -hmm. as some of the other teams have done right by their quarterbacks. Right. I mean, think of. Joe Burrow, for example. Let's use Cincinnati as an example. Joe mm -hmm. Burrow's first year, what happened to him? Yeah, he he got was getting smacked, he was getting smacked around a like a ragdoll. Not just his first year, his first couple years. <laughs> really, first couple, yeah. Mm, like, no, no he has, he's been hit more, right, more than no, anybody, but I'm really, right? His yes. first year, really. And then right, what did right. they do? They right. went ahead and they, they reconstructed that offensive line for him. Justin Fields has not had that right. same luxury in Chicago. It's been a much harder process for him to get that team constructed in a way that is beneficial to his development. It's kind of how I, I felt. Agree. It's kind of how I felt with um, Tua when he first got to Miami. Mm -hmm. Like that team didn't look like what it looks like now. Yeah. And everyone was saying, oh, Tua's washed. We, it was a terrible draft pick. And I'm like, first of all, you pull him out every time he makes a mistake. And <laughs> right. two, there's no team. Like, what right. do you want him to? The team was in a rebuilding era. They got their quarterback, but the rest of it didn't exist yeah. yet. That's kind of how I feel with Justin Fields. We'll be the ten, I think that this year will be monumental in figuring out if Justin Fields can grow in the Chicago organization Love because it. they have the pieces that they need. Great take. Well, we've been rolling, but what we're going to do is take a break real quick. And when we come back, we're actually going to talk some basketball for the first time today. Yay. Kyrie Irving yeah, had some interesting words for a Twitter account on social media. So we'll talk about that when we come right back. So when I first got in the league, when I was in Denver, we had all these. DJ Williams used to be on the show. He was the one passing around the uh, Vialysis. Cialis and the Cialis. That's different. Whatever it's called. No, Cialis, no, Vialis. But yeah, but oh, we was doing, we wasn't doing Viagra. No so what happens is they was passing them out before the game. We was taking them because when you when it, it thins out your blood, thins out your blood, energy, and you go longer. I'm not talking about Cialis, and I'm talking about actual surgery. Oh, what you saying? Yeah, like, like enlargement. Yeah, surgery. that's what I'm talking about. Enlargement. People be really People doing, be that. doing that. Yes. I ain't never. I ain't know no. I don't know no. No, no. See, y'all, 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 Y'all well, six, sure seven, six, eight, eight, I thought like. What does that have to do with pause. anything? Is that a pause? pause. That's a major pause. Pause. I'm just saying. That's major. Oh I've never God. heard that of that. Was, that was he said OD. the shoe size and that, that size that are OD. not clicking. Ain't no OD. Let's skip that Ain't part no right OD. You heard he said, I'm corny. I'm corny. <laughs> Let's get back to the basketball. I'm secure in my manhood. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't have surgery. This is really happening right now? Brandon. Like what? Yes. Bro, let me let me, let me tell you. Ain't nobody ain't nobody getting suspended for taking C. Alice. But what's the problem? But okay, let's say they doing that. What you say they doing it? What's wrong with that? Why they gotta be suspended over that? If they feel like they need to be, be, be because 
it has something in there. Yes. It has a steroid that in there. Ingredient in Same it. way if you take an arrow and pull up okay. on okay. a steroid. Okay. Yes. It's okay. no different than in yeah. the NFL. I forget the player, but there was a player who was um, I can't trying, to, trying to conceive with yeah. his wife. And she was going through, I want to say, in vitro. And she was going through the, fertiliz the, the fertilization of her eggs. And he was on medication to, I think, increase his mm -hmm. testosterone. Mm -hmm. Wasn't doing it to increase his performance. It was to have a baby. Okay. And he got suspended because the ingredients in there still comes right. up in a test. You remember so. what Eddie Murphy said on Golden Child? What'd he they say? They tried to sell him that stuff to uh, help keep the yang up. What that boy say? <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with my yang. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said before the break, we're finally going to hit some basketball for the first time well, today. Before we do that, Corey, hold oh, on. Yeah, hold before on, we do on. that. <laughs> Brandon wants everybody to know that during the break, yes. he went to the bathroom. Yep. What but he, he washed his hands. Thank right you. Here. Here's the evidence right here. <laughs> to feel I, don't, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> Thanks. Ooh, I'm getting used good. to it. I kind of like this washing your hands thing. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been doing it for a few years now. It's kind of it's kind of cool, you know. It's all the craze, Brandon. It's, it's all, all the craze. Before COVID, <laughs> wave. before COVID was hit or miss with me. Jeez. Telling you, yikes. Shoot. And then another thing too, <laughs> like when you really understand, like, uh, well, I, I kind of understood this way back in the day, but like, get pink eye. You gotta, you know, what I'm saying, you gotta, you gotta make sure you take care of yourself. Male hygiene is a big thing. We gotta mm -hmm. learn, like men. We, we men be nasty. Oh yeah, men is nasty. People, people just. Corey, nasty. you over here acting like everything cool with you in your world, like you just perfect. <laughs> I don't yeah, believe Corey, it. Yeah, Corey don't Corey. have any issues, now, right? Corey Everybody does, trying to Corey that does act like he doesn't have any weird kinks. Right. He doesn't have any weird habits. Weird, right. like, he does do that. Like, that's very American psycho of him. It's not <laughs> yeah. cool. Like, Yo, he does think, he just doesn't want to share with the rest of us. Y'all want to hang with me for a full day? We're, 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 all, we're all, like, open and vulnerable on the set. And Corey's like, I don't have any problems. I'm perfection. Like, shut up. Yo, what? We don't believe you, Corey. I'm trying to be as vulnerable as I can, man. I be trying to spill it. But it, it, I don't know. I know, Corey. I know you do nasty things that you don't want to tell us about. That's fine. Hey, man, it's whatever. How about we He's talk about Kyrie Irving? still single in these streets. <laughs> We're going to talk about Kyrie Irving, right? So on Twitter yesterday, uh, Basketball Forever, they had tweeted. They basically came up with this elaborate graphic to kind of lay out what Kyrie Irving's career has been since leaving LeBron James. And they started in 2018. So if we could throw that up there. It starts with... You know, 2018, let me see if I can, I can't really make that out. Let me see if I can make this bigger. In 2018, he was injured, missed the playoff. That was his first year with the Celtics. Then in 2019, the Celtics lost to the Bucks in the second round. 20, injured. 21. He played for the Celtics. Injured, yeah, I know, right? That was a terrible moment. In yeah. 22, swept, was it by the, uh, for, lost in the first round to the Celtics. Last year, you know, with the Dallas, his first year with Dallas, they missed the play-in. So Kyrie obviously didn't take this lightly, and he responded. He said, yo, pin this tweet and see what happens in the next few years. And then I think it's a word from a Swahili language that he added to the end of that message. And then, you know, several emojis he left underneath that. Yo, did, did Kyrie Irving cast a spell on this page right here? Like, what, what's up with this? Listen, <laughs> we, we talked about this yesterday, Ashley. Did he Ashley. cast a spell, Corey? <laughs> he smudged. What did it's, he do? What did he do? Uh, Take it back. Let's see it. It's a promise sign. But what's up with infinity. that threat, though? It's a smudger. Let's see what happens in the next few years. What's that about? It's just, it's it's like fingers crossed. Like, it's literally in his name also. Where? I don't know. Next to so his name? So I'm looking oh, it up, Hela? and it says it Hela? means little mountain. That Gila at, right there, little mountain. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I ain't fooling with Kyrie. I like Kyrie. That's my homie. Me That's too. my partner. I like Kyrie over 
You know what I'm saying? But, like, I think he did cast a little spell. You know, he walking around with those walking sticks. He's, he's smudging and... Well, he's Native, he's Native American. Yeah, yeah, well, we all are. No, we're not. I was just fucking Before I start, so stop. We're not all but, Native Yeah, American. but no, I, I think, you know, he believes in, like, it's kind of what you believe in, the energy and mm-hmm. rocks and... Uh, sticks. Smudging. You know what? I'm, we talked about this yesterday. I'm cool with smudging. I'm cool with... What's the other... Thing they saging? call it saging. Oh, I'm cool sage with that. Is, you it's, smudge that is sage. smudge. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. So saging yeah. isn't the, the, the verb. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool with all of that. I think he saged them. Yeah. Nah, but but to <laughs> for, more on like a basketball tip, do you think he'll break this cycle this year? Do you think he'll actually be on a team that can make like a deep run? I mean, I think the Mavs they I, are putting together a pretty decent team. I think it's a very weird graphic to put up like can we put that up again mm. and i don't think that it, t- it it's sensational i guess but it doesn't it doesn't tell the whole story like okay 2020 was a very weird year for basketball you know mm-hmm. it stopped because of covid and it started again in the bubble some guys didn't adjust to the bubble Kyrie didn't want to play Kyrie didn't want to play in the bubble because other things were going on you know it was a very weird year 2021 we talk about the Brooklyn Nets as a whole, the experiment failed mm-hmm. from a multitude of angles. It didn't just fail because of Kyrie. It failed because of James Harden. It failed because James Harden ended up going to Philly. It failed because it, with the trade with Philly, they got Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons couldn't play because he was dealing with back injuries. That the relationship Kevin, between players and Steve The relationship Nash. between the players and Steve Nash, the relationship between the players and Joe Psy. Then you had the Kyrie Irving situation with, you know, the tweet of, of the quote-unquote anti-Semitic literature. Then you had Kevin Durant who got hurt. It, they, I mean, it was just a free-for-all of anything that could go wrong did go wrong. Mm. So while, yes, I get it, the fun thing is to go ahead and blame Kyrie. If you're going to tell a story tell the story in its totality and the totality of the Brooklyn Nets era was that it was not all his fault. So I don't like using the Brooklyn Nets thing against him. Boston was a little bit of a different story. He got hurt. He also didn't want to be there at a certain point. He made it seem like he was going to end his career there. That wasn't the case. Dallas, they missed the playoffs, but he did join that team middle of the season him and Luca have very similar very similar playing styles, which right. is going to take time to figure out how to play together. That wasn't going to happen overnight. Time will tell if that <clears> duo <throat> can work together. But this graphic's a little anti-Kyrie. I'm not really feeling so, it. So, so, so here's what I would say, Ashley. Um, you know, I do think that it's weird and came out of nowhere. Uh, but to answer your question, Corey, um, as far as, like, will he get it done in the next few years, right? When mm-hmm. you see... Uh, his comments uh, beneath this graphic, uh, I would lean towards no. And and, and, oh. and, and, and and let me tell you why. Because you have the Denver Nuggets that's still sitting here. Um, they're bringing back their core guys. Uh, Joker's going to continue to be a problem. Okay. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, I'm not big fans of them, but they're going to give you know the West some challenges. The Suns, 
It's gonna be or interesting though. Remember, Jaws suspended for a quarter of the season. I agree, but I mm-hmm. still think that you know, you know, I'm talking about over the next couple years. Oh, okay. Right, even this year, I still think they're going to find a way to stay close and and make the playoffs. I think they'll make the playoffs and they'll okay. give challenges. And Jaws going to have a chip on his shoulder. The Sacramento Kings, like, okay, they came out had a, a great year. You know, there's more parity in the NBA. Can they do it again? If they can do it again, then yes, they're, this parity thing is true. The Phoenix Suns is the team for me in the West. I have the Phoenix Suns, uh, way too early prediction, uh, coming out rep- representing the West in the in the finals. Okay. Golden State Warriors, I like the Golden State Warriors. I actually like this move uh, uh, by the, the Warriors bringing in CP3. Some people might call me crazy, but I like it. I really do. So when you look at how the Western Conference is stacked up, you know, now, even the short-term, Los Angeles Lakers, like, you know, they went out there, put together a team uh, halfway through the year, right by the trade deadline, and they was able to build chemistry uh, within 20, 30 games. They played well in the playoffs outside of going against the, the champions. Right. So, like, when you look at where how the NBA and the Western Conference is stacked up, short term long term i don't see them breaking through now i do believe the dallas mavericks are going to be a problem right because before kyrie got there they were in the playoffs he gets there like what ashley said they have similar games lucas frustrated kyrie ain't really frustrated you know he's just doing his thing but they're like Tripping over each other. They can't figure it out. They go on a crazy run, like a losing streak. And I think that uh, uh, Kyrie signing back tells me that they sat down and said, okay, this is how we get over the hump. This is how we work together. Them two together, and Ashley, I know we talk about depth all the time, but there was one game where they both had like 40 points. Never seen that in the NBA before. I think this could be a crazy dynamic. Never seen what in the NBA? Two guys score 40 points. We've seen LeBron that before. On the same actually. team. LeBron and Ka- Kyrie LeBron did it. Kyrie did it. Really? Yeah, when they, they were on the couch. I understand correct. In the finals. <laughs> Let me live. Let me live. <laughs> it's kind of ironic that the guy we talked about did it Literally did it with LeBron James. <laughs> Damn, let me live. What did they do this year that was never done before? It was legendary. Well, I don't know if there was something. But you, you, understand, you know what I'm I saying? I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. No, I will say this. It's very rare. I'm reading here. It only happened 11 times. It's oh, rare. Damn, it happened it's 11 times. 11 times never is happened. never not, never not <laughs> It's very they rare, but it ain't never, in. never happened. You know, what? what? <laughs> damn, what happened to being a, you're not a good teammate. You're not <laughs> a good teammate. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not a bad teammate. Right. let you run with yeah, it. I know, I know, yeah, right, if we would have right, just let right. that run, the people in the but, chat would have been like, Brandon's wrong, Brandon's wrong. So, yeah, but that, but any given night, these both of these guys could drop 40. Um, obviously, it's going to come down to who they have around. I'm not subscribing to depth. Well, I um, want to ask you guys, though. Not what, getting into that debate. Go ahead, Corey. Actually, what, do you, what, what did you identify as the biggest problem for the Mavs last year? Um, I think that, one, they didn't have the pieces necessary to surround Luka and um, Kyrie. I think that a lot of it was a lot of them were traded for Kyrie. Mm-hmm. So you, it's kind of like a similar situation with Kevin Durant and the Suns. You lose a lot of your depth oh, for Lord. one person. It puts a lot more strain on two guys, which makes you a top-heavy offense. I think mm-hmm. also a similarity, I mean, also another situation is Luka and Kyrie have a similar playing style, which mean, 
in the sense that they both like to have their ball, the ball in their hand, they're ball dominant. Mm -hmm. So when you have two players who are ball dominant, you have to figure out how to equally go ahead and share that basketball. And if you watch when Luca was on the team by himself, he used to run that shot clock out a lot before he would even attempt to pass. Mm -hmm. That's not how Kyrie likes to play basketball. So it's it's trying to figure out how to not completely change your playing style, but adhere it to a player who also is similar in the way that he likes to play. Also, Kyrie is somebody who likes to get in his stance and take a shot. He mm -hmm. doesn't like to run and gun it like a Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. So with that, you need an adequate amount of time to get into your stance to get a shot. You can't do that if you have a Luka who likes to run that shot clock down to two seconds that's not enough time to go ahead and get a nice shot Kyrie can't play the game like that they need to figure out an equilibrium between the two of them and that wasn't going to happen in three months two and a half months of yeah. the season remaining right. right this will be interesting this season now you had an entire off season so hopefully they're working out together training camp mm. pre-season okay well you have training camp you <laughs> mm. have pre-season it'll be interesting to see how they figured out that dynamic so let me ask you this question Ashley where are they going to be come playoff seating time? Um, I'll say it quick because I know. Well, I see your finger. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying to get D-Marsh. Go ahead. You're good. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a six, like a bottom tier playoff team, but I'm leaning towards more of this is a play-in team. Play-in team. Yeah, okay. just because you look at the West, there's a lot of competition it out is. there, a lot more complete teams. Um, I wouldn't be surprised six seed, but I'm leaning more towards playing. Love it. Yeah. So, Wu, I think that's the show. Another legendary day. Um, is there anything you want to add before we go? Or do I just go right into see you tomorrow? What are we doing, Wu? Uh, well, I do want to ask, what is the uniform for tomorrow then? Ooh. <laughs> Since you messed me and BC well, we up. We want to go white? We'll go, we go lights tomorrow. We can go white. Let's yeah, go, go white, white tomorrow. All right, BC, you You heard got it. another white shirt you can wear? Right. <laughs> BC, I'll find one. <laughs> don't be nervous. We got your mic in your in your video yeah, up my now. My mic is up, man. My mic sounds. Look how nice. clean that is. Your mic sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> what hat you gonna wear tomorrow, BC? I don't know. We're just gonna have to wait and see. I'm gonna pull one out the batch. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's BC in the booth. Ashley Nicole Moss, Corey in the cut. Woo out west. Mander legend who you'll never see. Uh, we saw his hand Sneaky. today in his yeah, right. chest. We did, and his chains. In his chains. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> good day. Yeah, so maybe you we'll see one day. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Love ya. Hi. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.